This is a Final Show Films actual play. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Final Show Films presents Grand Terra Adventures. It is, as the show name indicates, adventures in the world of Grand Terra. Um, and with, and I am Sinstaku, your GM and host, uh, also known as John. With me today is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Nerali, the tiefling monk cleric. And Jack. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Fakir, the elf warlock. And Maurice. Hi, I'm Maurice. I'm playing Karis, the drow paladin. And Cody. Hi, I'm Cody. I'm playing Theod, the half-orc blood hunter. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Lavis, the halfling cleric. And Gra uh, Graza, William. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Graza. I'm playing. Hi, I'm Graza. to me. Hi, I'm William. I'm playing Graza, the half-orc blood hunter, who is currently wrapping something up. And we are Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. Check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. And now we get back into the world of Grand Terra. When last we left our heroes, they had just finished wiping out the barnacles that had been infesting one of the fisheries in the, in the, uh, in the dock area of uh, Eastport, um, which they found was uh, quite... quite a fun time. <laughs> I enjoyed myself. I don't know about you guys. Uh, Plate armor and water don't mix. No, they don't. Half plate and water? Not that bad a combo. <laughs> still pretty bad. Still pretty bad. Yeah, yeah not, still not great. Optimal. Not optimal, but it's not that bad. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, the party, uh, the, the party uh, has finished fishing themselves out of the water. Theod's been picked back up from the brink of death, um, and uh, you are all sitting in the fishery. What you doing? Let's take a rest. Fakir reaches out and puts a hand on Karis's shoulder. I apologize, my friends. I should have made sure you had one of these before the battle started. And he passes him a potion of water reading. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we think we're going in the water, please let me cast Water Walk on everyone before we do that. Well, Water Walk doesn't exactly work if we're going in the water. Or if we're mm. getting pulled in. Just be precise. Kana, meanwhile, is standing off to one side, just damp as all hell. Um, is there a towel anywhere in here? Aren't you a fire mage? Yes. I just shake myself off. <laughs> like, just... How often do you jump into fire to, to, to dry off? She says. I would expect you have a decent amount of control over your magic. Dry yourself off. And I cast Prestidigitation and clean all the dirty water out of her clothes. Or that. Oh, thank you, she says. She doesn't have Prestidigitation. Well, I figured she probably did. So, um, Otherwise, she probably would have used it, considering how capable she generally is about most things. All right. Uh, so the uh, the 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 gnomish uh, the the yes the gnomish uh, owner of the building uh, comes back uh, from wherever she had scuppered off to and looks around. Did you get them all? Uh, uh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah pretty pretty sure. Sure. Yes. Hmm? 
very well, very well. Uh, she uh, hobbles over to uh, uh, to one of the the side room actually that that is now torn apart by from the barnacles. Oh well, I'm gonna have to have some folks fix that. She says to herself as she uh, walks over to where uh, her desk had been. Um, which is right here in that room, uh, and starts digging through the wood, the, the, the debris. Uh, after 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 a few moments, she pulls out a, a lockbox from underneath the wood and sets it up on on her desk, which is still remarkably intact. Um, and uh, opens it up and takes out a sack of gold and, and hands it to Fakir, who is standing next to him. Or sorry, next to her. Here you go. Thank you. Fakir passes 400 gold to uh, Kana and then divides it up evenly throughout the rest of the people, kind of giving Nerali a look like, are you going to take your full share this time, or...? No. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> no, I'm good. All right. I'm, you know, kind of, mostly... Yeah. Uh, ben Ben looks at you. Well, uh, if you're all quite finished wrecking my fishery, uh, thank you all very much for your assistance. I hope if I hope you don't mind if I say I hope I don't have need of you again. So wait, understandable. Yes. This room right here is where his office is. Her office, yes. Her or her office is. Yeah. Yeah, you died in her office. Where you died. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm about to point that out. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I would not want to be here either. But then I point to this spot right over here. It's not like I, I according to these guys, I died in here. So, yeah, I don't like your place either. All the more reason that you shouldn't ever want to have to come back, she says. I didn't think so it was that gets, bad, but these guys freaked out. <laughs> so everybody gets, everybody gets 267 gold, except for Nerali, who gets 10. Yep. <laughs> Alright. So, I assume you're all leaving the fishery? Um, yeah. As you as you walk out the doors of the fishery and head back into Eastport, uh, you hear a massive explosion... <laughs> and see a massive fireball and see a massive fireball coming from the docks why is it all really jumps and shrieks a little um. is there a bench nearby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there or something yeah yeah, yeah there's a bench I just sit down and like put my great axe, uh, like just set it on its on its uh, on the butt of it, and just kind of sit there for a second. And I already said that I wasn't going to help with the docks. Yes, you did. I'll just wait here for a second. Okay. You know the docks are how we get out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, at least start heading in I'm that well direction. Aware. Okay. Not rushing up. into battle or anything, but I at least want to see what's going on. I take a quick stride over there. What I'm waiting for. I'm still badly hurt. So, how many of you are heading towards the docks? Sicarius. If there's explosions, there's monsters. If there's monsters, there's. <laughs> I draw my sword and start heading towards the docks. All right. Uh... Lavis looks at Theod before leaving and says, "Don't die." And heads to the dock. Uh, excuse me, I'm the, I'm the one 
I'm the one going over there. I think I should be helped first. <laughs> yeah, come. You don't die come, either. Come get me if you need me. Well, I've never I died yet. How, how how beat up does Karis look right now? I have 18 hit points out of 58. <laughs> Oh, boo! I have three. <laughs> yeah, but you're just was... sitting there. Yeah. So, let's all as you. Yeah, I mean, I could go stab as, something. As you all, as you all head to the docks, uh, you yes. see that as you get closer, you see that the the conflagration, the Nomis ship, uh, is speeding off away from the docks. And the ring of boat-like wreckage that had been there is now on fire and quickly being, like, shunted left and right with burning barnacle bodies all over it. Well, that happened. The, uh, the, dark, the, the dark lady looks like it's unfurling sails, and there's a lot of commotion on the deck of the Zephyr's Wing. Are they trying looks to like everybody's getting underway. <laughs> Yeah, the care takes off at a run. run. The care takes off at a run for this. Yeah, Ross yeah. runs after the care. Yep. All right. Uh, as you as you get close, you see um, you see the captain uh, sitting at the top. Uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. Let me find his name again. Uh, yeah, you see Dwali. Uh, Dwali sitting. Dwali. Uh, Before that, what yeah. just happened? Oh, we, that, that, that too. Well, yes, the gnomes yes. got tired of waiting, and so they and blew a hole in the blockade. Pretty much, along with everything that was on it, almost their ship too. It was kind of funny, actually. He <laughs> starts to laugh. Okay. Wonderful. Well, uh, I'll fetch the yard, and we'll board immediately. <laughs> All right. Up. Uh, remember our fee, seven fifty each. Indeed. Mm-hmm. What? I thought it was five hundred each. It was five hundred each. <laughs> you sure? I uh, I have a pretty good memory for deals like this. I know. I've seen your memory, Captain. So that's how I know it was five hundred. <laughs> he, he gives you a big broad grin. Well, get over here with your money, and we'll go. I lean over to figure. I might need to borrow five hundred gold. Um, I have you covered, my friend. Okay, yes, thank absolutely. you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So I fork over a thousand for me in Narali. Okay. Which leaves me with three seventeen. Yeah, I pay my fee. Okay. I pay my fee. Hand over five hundred for myself. Okay. I'll pay five hundred when I get there. Okay. And then I went back and grabbed Fiat, and I'm like, "Anyone sing away? They seem to have gotten impatient with the whole barnacle infestation. So if you'd like, we're leaving. I assume uh, you have your five hundred. Yep, I got my five hundred. Splendid. Kana pays we'll for five hundred as well. Get you some rest and recuperation once we get on board ship. All right. So you all gather onto the Zephyr's wing. The 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 uh, the sails unfurl, and the Zephyr's wing takes off uh, at at quite a good pace. You imagine it's probably the fastest of the three ships that were here, excluding gnomish explosions. Um, <laughs> you, you do notice as you see as you see the conflagration heading off to the south uh, in the distance. You do notice that part of it parts of it seem to be on fire. 
Um, <laughs> name seems fitting. It it doesn't seem it doesn't seem to be hindering it in any way, shape, or form. But uh, parts of it are on fire, and it is going. The dark lady is sailing almost uh, is also sailing to the south, but keeping a fair bit of distance between itself and uh, and the conflagration. <laughs> Oh, Fakir did remember to grab his horse before we boarded the ship. Okay. Yeah. I was I just looking at my sheet, and I was like, yeah, I gra- I'm going to mention that I grabbed my draft horse. All right. All right. So everybody who has never ridden on a ship before, make a constitution save. Everyone but me, I believe. And, and Fakir. Nope, Fakir. Me and Fakir, yes, right. I didn't swim from Dalarati, that's for sure. All right, starting off well. <laughs> All right. Yeah, wait, that was a strength save. Why the hell was that a strength save? <laughs> Roll a constitution <laughs> Ooh, almost Even bad. Better. Okay, so uh, Lavis and Raleigh, you are very seasick. Uh, you're going to have disadvantage on all of your actions for the duration of the trip. All right. Um, just because this is your first time being on a ship and you have no idea how to hold yourself properly. Um, Kana, upon stepping onto the ship, immediately puts a hand over her mouth, runs over to the sides, and vomits. <laughs> <laughs> now I remember why I don't go back home very often, she says. <laughs> I'll be I'll, I'll be below deck, she says, just wandering downstairs. <laughs> I think I understand why Ruin didn't like water. <laughs> <laughs> now you got you guys aren't as violently seasick as Kana is. Uh, Kana Kana just can't handle being on water. <laughs> she she cannot. She's one of Fair those. Enough. She's one of those poor people that just is non-functional on a ship. Um, so the ship sets off. The ship sets off at a brisk pace of twenty-two knots, uh, which is effectively twenty twenty-two miles an hour. Um, and uh, the captain captain at the helm uh, remarks that it'll be a ten-day voyage. Uh, and that you're all to those of you that are able, he says, noting the the uh, Kana who just went down, who just vomited over the side, uh, will have your share of duties to perform. So uh, the crew is about fifteen. Uh, the crew is about fifteen. Uh, Fakir, you notice a new addition to the crew that wasn't there previously. Um, there is a, there's a person in black and green robes standing behind uh, Dwali at the at the wheel. Um, and mm-hmm. who is weaving their hands in an arcane motion? Oh. And you notice that as they do, okay. the, the ship, the, the bellows, the sails bellow full, and the ship takes off at full speed. Ah, uh, weather mages, airbenders. Right. I mean, yes. I, <laughs> uh, weather mages are really weather mages are really good for uh, getting the ship to where she wants to go on time. Bad weather is no longer really a problem. He says as he spins the wheel. I kind of grin and shake my head. I see you've uh, overcome your aversion to the magical arts then. Well, Well, congratulations, Captain. Not mine, but the crew's certainly, yeah. He says, spinning the wheel. All right. Well, sorry about your tasks. Talk to the bosun, he says, pointing to a rather large and thickly built orc uh, standing at the far end with a bandana on and you know pirate earrings and a and a decorated tusk 
He seems to only have one. Like he has, he has two tusks out the front of his mouth. One of them is broken, and the other one has like golden, has like a golden torque on it. Um, a little pat. Yep. And he's sort of, he's he's sort of giving orders to the various boat hands. Um. At this point, can I use my channel to try and bring everyone up back, back, back to back to? Well, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a ten day trip, so you're gonna have at least a long rest before before okay. the opera, So you don't, you don't need to worry about that. You will have at least one long rest before the ship explodes. <laughs> Good Yay! to know. As long as we have the heads up. <laughs> of course. Nerali just finds somewhere out of the way on the deck that she thinks is out of the way on the deck, at least. Just to lay down. Just just lay down. As you Maybe lay, that'll help. As you lay down, a mop hits you in the face. Hey! Hey! Get out of the way. I'm swabbing the Go deck. Go find somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat as needed. You find you quickly find that Nerali, you want to go below, uh, downstairs. Aaron, oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Trudges on down. Slump. Downstairs, downstairs, you find the ship's of stale alcohol and sweat. Exactly oh, yeah, what you want with a nauseous stomach. That's why she was trying to lay down above deck. Yeah, uh, you find. <laughs> Uh, you find that it is, however, uh, you're, you're actually just below the waterline in the bowels of the deck. So you find that it, it actually wobbles a little less down here, just because yeah, it's, it's, it's less affected. I mean, the whole ship is wobbling, but you feel it less down here. Right. Um, I said you. <laughs> I didn't say no, he or she. No, I went hurt, like oh. about to throw up. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said her. I was like, I didn't. Yeah, her. I didn't. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't pronoun like that. <laughs> that was not a pronoun I used. Anyways, uh, so the rest of you, uh, you've been ordered to report to the bosun. How? And that's what Fakir does. All right. Eventually. Uh, yeah. So, so the bosun looks over at, at the lot of you. How many of you are good at climbing? I raise my hand. All right. It points up. Uh, which one of you? Which one of the two of you has the better eyes? I guess we compare perception here. <laughs> I mean, if you want, whichever, whichever you think. Uh, Graza raised her hand, so probably Graza then, because she can uh, sniff. He points. He points up because <laughs> she can sniff. Yeah. <laughs> and then she has better eyes. Just... He 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 points up to the crow's nest. Think like you can get up there? Sure. Keep an eye out for any other ships that might be coming or anything unsavory in the waters. You'll get your relief in about eight hours. Mm, got a spyglass? Uh, he pulls one off his belt and hands it to you. I take it and head up the head of the crow's nest. All right. Make a climb check. Athletics. I'm good at those. Even with, even with a six, I get a 14. Uh, so you managed to get up there. It's not as easy as you thought it would be. Um, you've, you've never done this before. You, last time you were just a passenger, um, and the the, the rigging is easy to climb. The uh, the rigging is fairly easy to climb, but it wobbles in a way you weren't expecting. Normally, when you climb, things are fairly solid. So you you like you lose your footing a couple times, but you manage to get up there. Peace. Uh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, one of those. Maybe maybe I have a little bit more respect for this now. Climbing the crow's nest. Um, she never goes into anything with a lack of respect. Yeah, but but like she knows what she's capable of. Yeah, but you get up there. You, you get up there. Not not easily, but you get up there. 
Uh, Alright, uh, he looks at the rest of you. Alright. Uh, so he has Theod, Lavis, uh, Maurice, Harris. and Jack. Yes. Theod, character, character, person, Sorry. person. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Theod, Lavis, Karis, and Fakir in front of him. I'm, I have, I am sick, okay? <laughs> it affects things like Excuses. comprehension. Um, anyways, uh, he hands him, he, he looks at Fakir, grins, and hands Fakir him up. You should be familiar with this. Just like old times. Thank uh, you, Bozen. He then, uh, he then hands, uh, Lavis a scrub brush. Sure. After they, as they, as they mop, you scrub any any sort of sea life that's caught itself on the on the deck. Get it off. Throw it All overboard. Right. Whatever. Um, and uh, for Theod and Karis, uh, he looks over at a pair of men who are holding ropes, and he points over at them. You get to go relieve them. They'll tell you what to do. He says with a grin. Alright. I'm sorry, did I just pay 500 gold to work on your boat? Yeah, that was, that was part of the deal. Yeah, he's a jackass. Yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. And he's a paperweight. The, the, uh, <laughs> who, are you calling Karis a paperweight or the orc in front of you? Karis. Okay. He's in full plate. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you're the one that died. Hey, I'm still here. I'm still here. Anyways, he shoes you off and goes back to his duties. So, uh, you actually, you guys are actually going to be uh, adjusting the sail as it needs to be adjusted because when when traveling at full speed, they can't lash it down, not effectively, um, because it'll you know it constrain the ropes and if the ropes come undone while they're traveling at full speeds, this is all explained to you by the dock hands. If the ropes come undone while they're traveling at full speed, that's bad. So they have they they have uh, they have two people. Uh, in, in six hour shifts basically monitoring the ropes mm-hmm. and holding them mm-hmm. somebody's yelling Jason in the background yeah I know <laughs> I wonder who it is be right alright um, right so, back yeah, yeah assuming that's what he was trying to say so anyways uh, you all said about your duties um, and you know it's it's fairly easy going uh, the, 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 some of you are less used to this kind of work than others but you get the hang of it pretty quick and, and you realize that uh, the, the ship is for, for, as, for as lackadaisical as some of, the, some of the crew seem the ship is run very efficiently like the guys that you got the guys that you replaced aren't lazing about they're doing other things um, mm-hmm. they're doing things like hanging, they're doing things like hanging off the side of the boat and scraping barnacles off the ship so you know, they're they're not they're not just lazing about. Clarification: Fikiris. barnacles Fikiris. like the small things, right? The small barnacles, yes. Okay. Fakir is mostly pretending to mop and just casting chain casting prestidigitation the entire way down to clean up everything in front of him. After a little bit of doing that, you uh, make a make a perception check with disadvantage. Okay. All right. So you're you're just whistling about going, and out of nowhere, an orcish hand just sort of smacks you on the back of the head, and the person is standing there staring at you. It's perfectly clean. He raises an eyebrow. 
And I go back to mopping, just normal. <laughs> and that's the adventures of mopping. <laughs> that's the adventures of mopping. All right, so uh, a, a couple of days pass. You guys, you know, you, you get used to your chores around the ship. Um, you get relieved after a while, you know, each day. You don't, you don't spend the whole day doing one thing, and you find that the, the crew is fairly lively, you know, when they're not working. They're, there's uh, Below decks, there's, you know, there's constant gambling and drinking going on when they're off duty. There's, you know... There's uh, plenty of stuff happening on the ship. So, what do you guys want to do in this in this first couple of days? Also, you're all you all get a long rest. So you're all healed back to full, etc. Yay! Woo! Here's gonna gamble with some of the sailors. All right. Anybody else? I'll probably gamble too. All right. Nerali mostly stays down below deck. Sort of keeps to herself. Okay. Uh, Graza away spends from everybody. Graza spends most of her time in the crow's nest, getting a feel for the for the sounds and the smells of the, of the ocean, because she was on a relatively short trip last time. Yeah, this is much longer than your previous trip. Um, yeah, um, Karis is gonna try to get try to take as much find as much private space as he can to just silently pray to Calivor about his failings to keep someone alive in the party. Uh, yeah, yeah there's, there's fairly little private space, but people give you your space when you're praying. Um, mm. Yeah, there's a there's a forecastle. It's not on this map, but there's a there's a forecastle that you can you can hop into and and you know sit next to the anchor next to the anchor winch and and mm-hmm. pray there. That's fine. So desire. Um, all right, so you guys spent a couple of days gambling. Uh, Theod and Fakir, I'm going to need you to make deception rolls. <laughs> Good thing I'm so good at it. Boom! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he nice. did not trick fail, though. Step off from the zero. zero. Nope. So both of you roll D100. Now the question is whether Cody is actually, or whether Theod is actually just lucky. Doesn't right. like it. Uh, so Theod, multiply that by 10. Uh, Fakir, multiply that by 2.5. Okay. Okay. Alright. Alright, so that's how much money you win, Fakir, and how much money you lose, uh, Theo. Shit! (laughs) I would fight before I lost that much. (laughs) Oh, damn! Well, you better get to fighting. Critical failure on a gambling check is not... not, It's not a critical failure. It is. That's a... I rolled a minus one. Oh, no, you you rolled a two. That's right. So never mind. Multi- yeah, mul- I have a mul- negative multiplier. Mul- multiply that by point two, then. Sorry. By point I, two. Yeah, I thought that was. I, was I thought that was a natural shit, one. I murdered one of the crew members before I got. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not gonna murder. is not that into gambling. They're gonna be like bare knuckle boxing in I place th- of gambling. Like, it will be now. I, I thought I thought that was a uh, I thought that was a critical failure. My bad. My bad. <laughs> no. No, and then John leaves the party because he has to spend the rest of his life working off his debt. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, seventy yeah. times point two. Yeah, multiply point two. Uh, 14 gold, that's not that bad. 
Yeah, no, you could have lost a lot more. <laughs> you, <laughs> no. you, you lose that much and then realize it's not for you. Nope. <laughs> Meanwhile, Fakir is just cleaning everybody out. Yeah, <laughs> I probably like, lost some of it too, Fakir. <laughs> some. I think you had yeah. all. Yeah, all of it. Yep. All right. So. Uh, I'll take Theon aside and I'll slip him 14 gold if he'll take it. Be like, let's uh, let's give that a pass for a little while, eh? Yeah. I don't see why everybody thinks that's fun. <laughs> uh, also, while I'm fun. while I am getting a feel for the ocean, are there many fish out here? Yes, there's plenty of fish. In period in periods where the ship is slow and not moving at full speed, I would like to fish with this harpoon that yeah. I have. Uh, you find that in the evenings, when the uh, when the weather wizard is worn out, he stops casting spells, and the ship tends to slow down around then. Um, and that's when they that's that typically is when the uh, the riggers will tie off the sails, um, and uh, and leave it to leave it be. So in the evenings is when most people are off work. There's still a few people working, but you know, uh, yeah, that's when you can uh, try to fish if you want. All right, now roll me a D100. All right, uh, you fling the harpoon into the water. Do you call it back okay. to you? Do you call it yeah. back to you? All right, as you, you call it back to you, and there's there's a fish flopping on it. Hmm. I run my thumb along the blade of the harpoon and ignite the uh, the harpoon with the right of flame. Alright, there is now a fish <laughs> there, is, there is now a fish cooking on your spear, on your harpoon. I co- I le- okay. You cooked your own dinner. Um, take an in- get an inspiration for that. Uh, you, you just get a d6 you can roll whenever. Yay. Stabbed and burned a fish to death. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, it's a creative use of your abilities. Um, all right. So about the about the fourth day on the journey, roughly, you know, just just before you're getting halfway through the journey, uh, Graza, you are up in the crow's nest. Make me a perception check, please. Uh, just sight, or do all three senses apply? Just sight. All you smell is seawater fish and beer natural 20 all right so uh quite a ways off in the distance about uh you you'd guess about 40 miles across the water um you see a speck the north you're not you're not sure what it is my spyglass to get a closer look all right as you zoom in with the spyglass uh you see a ship uh that is heading in your direction, you're not sure if it's noticed you or uh, the ship or not, uh, but it does seem to be. It's, it seems like it's a larger. It's it's, it's basically a cruiser, but larger, um, or a cutter. Sorry, it's basically a cutter, but larger. Um, I, I I call down the crow's nest. Ship on the horizon, direct uh, course towards us. It's not direct towards you. It's in your direction. No, it's yeah. headed towards us. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. Um. The bosun, the bosun smacks a guy on the head and, and has him, and he clambers up the, up the crow's nest, and it's a, it's like a really lanky looking guy. Can I see that? I hand it off to him. Takes a look out. Where it's at. 
Ah, oh, bloody hell. Uh, he, he, he closes the spyglass, leans up, grabs, grabs the, uh, the top of the crow's nest, leans over, and yells back down. It's the Tiger Stripes! Uh, he yells. Dwali starts cussing in Dwarvish. Um, all right. Keep an eye on it. Let us know if it looks like it's following us. And he, uh, he tumbles back down and grabs the rigging and clambers back down. I pull the spyglass out and keep a close eye on the ship. You notice now that you've you've heard that you notice that the uh, the um, the uh, the sail appears to be made out of tiger skin. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's no you're not 100 sure what a tiger is, but you the player know what tiger yeah, skin looks I, like. It's it's orange and black stripes. Yeah, um, the sail seems to be, and the ship itself seems to be decked out in like the hides of various animals. Hmm. Dwali suddenly um, uh, turns around and yells at the uh, at the weather mage. Go ahead, put some heart into it. We need to get out of their way. Hey, Fikir. He waves you up to the uh, to the to the deck. Let me let me pull you up. He waves you up to the wheel. Hey, uh, Fikir, we're not hearing you. I cannot hear you, Fikir. Still Sound like you're hear. muted. We Sound. can lip read those, so don't say you've got it again. Oh, forget it. Forget it, boys. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can yes. hear you now. Yep. All right. Yes, yes Captain. What's this? Can you, uh, he points at the we- at the weather mage behind him, who is now renewed casting with a great vigor. Can you do anything to help him out, get the ship moving faster? Um, let me look. Why does that? All hands on deck! He calls, and everyone that's not on deck. Shuffle my way up can... top. Uh, all right. Uh, the bosun. Um... <laughs> I kind of shake my head a little bit. Not with the ship itself, but if you need somebody to fly over there, if they get too close, I can do that for you. Oh, uh, well, get down there on the deck, then. Um, I'll be ready. He uh, So the, the bosun gathers you all around and says, all right, I'm going to need everybody on all the ropes we have holding the sails open. We need to go a little bit faster than we normally do. Go and grab a rope. Two hands, hold fast. I need all of you that are on the ropes to make athletics checks. Graza, Graza, I need you. I need you to make an acrobatics check. Acrobatics, I'm not as good at. I can only roll a four. All right. Let me add that d6 to it. (laughs) Actually, would the d6 even help any? Am I on a rope? If I can't reach him, I'm not. What was that? Um, am I on a rope? Considering yeah, yeah, you can, they, they tie okay. you to the deck, so you can they, they reach out. Uh, yeah, uh, that makes it eleven. I, yeah. Uh, so the ship suddenly jerks underneath you, uh, but you managed to grab the the top of the crow's nest and hold on. Um, it was a, it was a DC ten. So. Mm. Uh, all right. 
Yep. So you, uh, Nerali, you're not helping as much, but you're holding on firm. Right. Uh, but the rest of the crew, the rest of the people on your rope are holding you down. Um, okay. And the, the ship suddenly takes off. Um, it just sort of jumps almost out of the water as, as the weather mage, you know, amps up the spells he's casting. Um, I'm holding two ropes. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough of you that you're only holding one, but you're holding it very well. <laughs> Special technique and everything. You're like you, you're you, you're anchored down. You're not moving. Like everybody, everybody else, sh- everybody else jerks when the ship when the ship jumps, and you don't. You're just boom, he, you're ready. He sort of he sort of wrapped the ropes around his arms, and he's just kind of anchoring himself against it with his body weight. Yeah, uh, you, you, I, I tied it to the rail and just held on and made it look like I'm holding on. <laughs> the uh, the the bosun seems impressed with your strength. Gives you a pat on the shoulder, um, and. Uh, uh, the, ch- the ship jumps. Uh, Graza, make another perception jump. Natural 20. Yeah. yeah. So you, uh, I can see everything. You wrestle yourself back up into the crow's nest proper, and uh, you, you get the spyglass out, and you are laser-focused on that ship. Uh, it does not seem to have noticed the ship. And after a few minutes, it looks like it's heading in a. It's, it looks like it's far. You're far enough past that it would not be heading towards you if you slowed down. I'm still gonna keep eyes on it though. All right. uh, doesn't look to be after us. Dwali nods, motions back to the uh, to weather mage. The the ship slows down a lot. Uh, the weather mage stops casting entirely, and and the ship just sort of. Sort of trundles to a halt. All right, tie off the rigging. You all, you all tie off the ropes, uh, and yeah, you manage to avoid an, a pirate encounter. Uh, continue without incident. <laughs> Should have done it so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, so the ship continues sailing for a couple of days. Uh, you guys can you guys stay in the same you know sort of uh, groove that you have been in. Uh, Graza, make me another perception check. This one with disadvantage. Fifteen. You notice that the fish that you've been fishing have all of a sudden have very recently stopped being there. As in, like, we get somewhere and there are no more fish. There were fish, like, an hour or two ago. That's strange. Is there anything different about the water? Not that you can tell. Take care. As I look around on the deck to see who's there. You're in... Yeah, yeah, I'll say you're down there. You've been fishing. Is there anything strange about this water? Magically, I mean. I'll have a look. There's no fish. Interesting. What do I think about that from a nature Generally, perspective? that means there's either something bad in the water or a bigger um, fish. So you, you, you from from your nature check, typically even if there are larger fish around, um, there will still be fish there. Um, right. They actually, in fact, when there are larger fish, there tend to be more, um, just because mm-hmm. that way less of them get eaten. 
you know, they, yeah. they, it's, it's that sort of pack mentality, the weakest die, the rest survive. Um, when there's no fish around, that typically means you've entered an area where they've been fished out, or they've been eaten by mm-hmm. something else. And you're in the open sea, And you haven't seen any fishing boats. How far out are we from the port? Still a couple days. It's been about what? Two days. No, I mean from the port we left. Uh, Oh, you're further away from that port than you are from Meosuchi. It's it's about day seven of ten. What are the odds that whatever was scaring the barnacles into the harbor has been moving across the ocean? Hmm. Possible, I suppose? I'll keep an eye out and I activate my um, Eldritch Sight so detect magic is up wherever I'm looking. You see no magic. Okay. Still looking just in case. Okay, make me a perception check. Sure. His perception is as good as mine. Um, you don't see anything. You you do, however, hear a sudden cracking sound and the sound of something going into the water behind you. Sound of something like falling and splashing in, I, or I something. Mean, you heard it. You heard a scream and then water. Okay. Oh. I turn around as I probably heard that too. So as you turn around, uh, whoops, let me fix that. Uh, you <laughs> as see, the map shifts. You see that one of the sailors that was scrubbing the deck has been uh, ripped out of the off the ship and down into the water, and you see what ripped it out of the water uh, is one of the well. Now there's four uh, serpentine-like heads that have popped up uh, next to the ship. Ah, um, Hydra! I've only read about these. And uh, Dwali yells, "Deep Hydra!" Everybody make an initiative check on disadvantage because you were all surprised. Even me, because I have alert the alert feet. Oh, uh, you don't. You don't. The rest of you are surprised, though. Uh, those of you that are on yeah, deck. Disadvantage? Or do I still have disadvantage for things? Yeah, yeah I was going to say. You still have disadvantage for being seasick. But, you know. Okay. If he's fishing, that, or if Graz is fishing, that means it's like uh-huh. night. That's very close to night or something, right? Uh, yes. It's evening. I'd be below that. Okay, so you you still would make it because you didn't know anything. You just heard the yeah. Hydra. Um, let me put you below decks. Who would who would be below decks right now? Right? Actually, yeah, I probably would be to be honest. Okay. I assume I would have noticed this, regardless of alert or my passive perception. <laughs> Bavis has been trying to help out as much as possible, so. He- he would be yeah. above deck. Okay. I probably would be above. All right. So, what is one, two, three, four, five? Who's not on the turn order right now? I'm not. I've got um, sixteen. And we need Theod. Kana will not be joining this With fight because she is violently sick. <laughs> wow. With disadvantage, I my initiative is actually fourteen. Okay. Did you roll with disadvantage, Theod? Oh, no, I didn't know I had to go with disadvantage. Yeah, because you've been surprised, so. 16. 
Because you rolled the same thing twice. 16. All right. Yeah. Uh, the only one... Pretty good for that. The only one who doesn't didn't have to roll with disadvantage is... Karis. Uh, um, Karis, because he has the alert feature. Uh, Eight. I like doing I like doing initiative at disadvantage instead of you just don't act for a round because I feel like it's more fun that way. Yeah, I like that too. Um, Karis, you were at fourteen. Lavis, what was yours at disadvantage? It was fourteen. Okay, Fakir, what was yours at disadvantage? Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, Grazas was eight. Norales was seven. And the Hydra, yep. the Hydra, the Deep Hydra, I should say. Key, key point there, remember, when I change the name of something, it's not the same as it was in the book. Um, yep. <laughs> I don't have my book, so... Plus, it's kind of shitty to do is to check on the monster while you're fighting it. That's cheap. I know, <laughs> but that that's also a thing I do just to prevent that. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, if it's got a different name, it's not the same. Real quick, um, what he yells at, does that bring anything to mind? Like, just regular hydras? Uh, make a nature check. With advantage because of your bottom. Could I use survival? Uh, sure. Or not. Sure, you can use survival. Okay. I would like to also make survival check. Sir. I will just make a nature check. Why not? Uh, die rolled awful either way, but ten is something. Alright, hang on, let me get his initiative down here. Ooh, that's nice. I'm just assuming that since none of us have. Fought a Hydra before. I have. I paid attention read. enough in monster class. Alright, so. Uh, really quick, Lavis, Karis, Fakir, which one of you has the highest dex? Uh, I, my mod is two. Zero. Not two. Uh, Lavis and Fakir, I mean, roll a d20, both of you. Just a flat d20. Oh, they might have the same modifier, but we've got the same score. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> yep. Fakir. I mean, if there was ever time to roll a one. A one. Yeah. Uh, Make sure it's a legit one and not, you'd have a negative modifier. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. This is initiative, so you don't you know nothing to do yeah. All right. Um, so what was people's rolls to no stuff? Uh, we had a 12, a 20, uh, 18. An 18. A four. And a four. Uh, Nerali, you have no idea. Yep. You've never What's even, that? You've never Actually, even heard of a... I don't even know what it is because I'm below deck. Yeah, you've never even heard of a Hydra. Um, Graza, you've heard of Hydras, <laughs> but not Deep Hydras. Um, hydras are typically like more towards land and shallow water. Um, that's all you really know about them, other than that they have lots of heads. Um, Theod, uh, you know that Hydras, at least, you don't know anything about Deep Hydras, but you do know normal hydras have uh they typically tend to have a, a number of heads and you know that if you cut off a head it'll regrow two of them um, okay and you know that typically to stop that applying fire to the wound will help on normal hydras you have no idea if that'll have the same effect on a deep hydra it doesn't matter i don't have a fire right <laughs> um i always wonder if hydra are born with one head Depends. Uh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be born with one head because they'd die. If they only have one head, they don't. It doesn't regrow. Really mm. uh, they have to have more than one head for the effect to take a so place. Bo born with two heads. Yeah. There you go. Um, let's see. Who else? Uh, I got a twelve. Lavis, you have no idea. Fikir, you don't know about regular mm -hmm. hydras, but you know something about deep hydras. 
because oh, actually, deep hydras are the only kind you guys see in Darlarati because regular hydras don't don't live there. Um, because they get, and you know that reason because they get eaten by the deep hydras. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, deep hydras are bigger and scarier than normal hydras. Uh, they mm -hmm. exist and they tend to like deep ocean waters, which is why Darlarati is so favorable to them because there's Darlarati is nothing but cliff face and one port. You know, it's like right. with trees that go down into the water, not beach. Um, mm -hmm. The um, you know that they are very swift in the water, and they're usually very territorial. So there's probably not more than one in one area. Um, and uh, it's very likely that this is what drove the barnacles away because it eats everything in sight. And with five heads, yeah. that's a lot of eating. Yes. Um, right. You know fire still works on it. You do not know. You do not know if fire still works on it. You don't know that fire works on normal hydras, yeah. though. So you know. I was going to say, right? Do I have? Have I heard of any stories of people fighting these things? Oh yeah, I mean, it, it's it's rumored that uh, the ancient uh, the 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 um, the arch druids, the guardians, the the each of the druidic tribes in Darlarati have a guardian that leads them. Um, and those guardians mm -hmm. are rumored to, uh, especially your guardian, is rumored to have killed Deep Hydra single-handedly, as sort of a, as sort of well, a, we, we, as sort of a right are, to power. Yeah, we because mm -hmm, we are the water people. So yeah, uh, it's rumored that any guardian could kill a Hydra single-handedly, but yours, you know, has. All right. You don't know how. Well, I was gonna say, but I haven't heard how. Yeah. Because that's all very ceremonial and secrety. Yeah, it's 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 a right to power kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's it's I did this feat, therefore I've proven I'm tough enough to lead you. Yeah. Which in Darlene. And Rally also, I'm not going to tell you all how I did it because then everybody else can go out and do it. Too. Exactly. <laughs> um, in Darlarati, power is quite a bit. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so it is the Hydra's turn first. Uh, let me reach out and grab my book. Because um, I know what I've changed, but I don't know everything. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So, it is going to attack... Uh, it, you, none of you guys are really close enough to it right now, so it's going to spend its turn eating a couple more sailors. Uh, you see two of its head go for the same same like, sort of scrub guy that was over next to it, and they sort of like play tug of war with his body until it rips in half. And screaming the like whole time. Like the Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, it rips in half and they both eat half of it. Um, the others sort of hiss and growl menacingly at the rest of the ship. Theod, you heard a crunch, you heard you heard a crunching noise earlier, and you see next to you part of the hull has fractured, and there's water beginning to seep into the into the uh, cargo area. And I heard him yell, "Deep Hydra." Yep. Um. So. And thinking on that, just gonna go, shit, probably can't be good. So I'm gonna leave my great axe, uh, and grab my flail and shield, and real quick just try to bash my shield in to flatten out the part that got crunched in as best I could before I head upstairs. Alright, make me an athletics check. Uh, 
right, uh, you you push again. You push your shield against the uh, against the spout, and water sprays around it on you. You manage to sort of plug the hole with your shield, uh, but you know that if you pull your shield away, it's just gonna start leaking again. Is there any crew members down here? Uh, there's a couple that have that are starting to grab stuff and run upstairs. I'm gonna yell at them to stay down here, fix this, and this is what I was fucking trying to do. So. I'm going to go upstairs now. Okay. All right. I'm going to say that was your action, so you can use the rest of your movement to get upstairs. And I'll use my bonus action to... Okay, let's try this. The Rite of Frozen. So okay. it takes cold damage. Okay. Uh, so you you cut your hand on the spike of the flail, and the, the uh, ball and chain of the flail begin to, uh, you know, sort of... Uh, they have that sort of dry ice effect as 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 smog just sort of billows off of them. All right, and that's gonna be for Kara's turn. Uh, we're gonna try and hit this thing with Witch Bolt then. Alrighty. Past all the elements. Uh, that will hit. And I'm within thirty feet of him, right? Yeah, yeah, well within thirty feet. Yeah. Nineteen lightning damage. All right. Uh, Plus, he's in salt water. You blast him with with lightning. You're not sure if the salt water is having much of an effect on him, uh, but you certainly <laughs> blast him with lightning. Okay. Uh, Lavis. Okay, giant monster. Um, I'm just gonna go for the. Sacred Flame, and just try and hit him with that. Alright, so he makes a dexterity check against what DC? He does. It's a 15, so... Alright, uh, he makes it. So this this divine fire shoots down from the heavens, and the snake-like serpentine heads is sort of out of the way as it splashes into the water below. Uh, Karis? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the hell this thing is. So what I'm going to do for a bonus action is use my channel divinity of Vow of Enmity to give myself um, advantage on all attacks against it for one minute. Okay. I'm going to move closer to it. Okay. And take... So as you move closer to it, one of the heads looks at you and lashes out. Mm-hmm. What's your AC currently? 21. Okay. Uh, you, you get your shield up in time as the head <clears throat> slams into it, sending you skidding backwards a little bit on the ground, or mm. on, the, on the ship. You can tell there's a lot of power behind those strikes. Now, if I stand right here, am I close enough, or do I have to move one you more? Have to, you have to move closer, yeah. Okay, so I'll just get right there, and I'll take two, and I'll take two swings. All right, make an attack. You hit it. Roll damage. All right. And you hit it again. Roll damage. All right. You slash into it, carving a deep uh, X into the neck of the one that just attacked you. It's still there, but you, you've certainly done some damage to it. 
Um, it is now Karis's. Oh, sorry, it's now Gross's turn. I was hoping for a second turn. Um, I will stay where I'm at because I believe I'm within its reach, but it's also within my reach with the fisherman spear. Uh, and I will transform and activate my ride of the flame. Okay. So six maximum hit points. Gain an AC and damage resistance to most things. Alright. And that will have to be my turn. Okay. Uh, Nerali. Alright. So you Does are also look like you're also Sorry. you're also in the belly of the ship, and you see right. you saw where the the hull cracked and started and water started pouring in, and you saw as Theod moved away from it that the water started pouring in again. Have the other sailors moved over to fix it? Not yet. Um. Fixing boats is not something I am proficient at. Uh, <laughs> I'm. Shit. I just realized that this spear, that this spear counts for my group weapon fighting style. Yeah, because it is two-handed. It is indeed. It's a harpoon, but yeah. It's still a great weapon. Yeah. I'm just until until somebody who knows how to fix a damn boat can I'm gonna find something big enough to basically do what Fakir was doing. Or not Fakir, Theod. Uh, so there are two there are two row there are four rowboats in the cargo hold. There's a bunch of yeah. boxes and barrels and, it, uh, and Trying grab, chair, uh, chairs and a table in, uh, chairs and a table in, in two of the other rooms. Try and can I get an investigation roll to know what's going to be best? Sure. Because uh, you figure the 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 hull of the ship is sort of rounded out away from you, um, but it has been knocked inwards. So you figure mm-hmm. that a, a flat object will probably be best for right now. All right, find something flat. So you can grab a. There's a. You want to grab a, like a, a crate? Yes. All right, so you grab a crate and, and just shove it up against and hold it there. Make me an athletics check. You're a monk. You can do that, right? You uh, you push the you push the crate against the hole. Water's still seeping in from around the corners, but you're you're holding it there as best you can. All right. All right. Uh, it is now the pirate. It's now the sailors' turns. Uh, the two sailors that were about to head upstairs see the leak. And, oh, oh, yeah! They run over to assist Norley. Um, one of them goes over and breaks apart. Go, go grabs a hammer off the wall and breaks apart a crate, uh, tossing the pieces over to the other guy who grabs a bucket of nails. And uh, you know they, they sit with a motion for you to put the crate down. And as you do, they start hammering a quick patch on the wall. Okay. Um, the sailors' top side. The bosun, seeing what happens, uh, runs over to one of the masts and grabs a long fish hook off of it. Um, a couple of the other deckhands also. They sort of uh, very casually uh, 
move towards the uh, towards the creature. They're going to use their action to disengage so they don't provoke attacks of opportunity, and they're going to get up into its range. And I wouldn't call disengaging casual. I mean, that's I would call it careful. Careful, yeah, casual, careful. Same lets thing. them leave. It also lets them enter. Disen- all disengage means is that you do not provoke an attack of opportunity by moving. It does not matter if you're going in or leave or going out. I didn't think that you provoke. Typically speaking, you only provoke when you leave their threatened zone. Unless yeah. it's a monster that has reactionary attacks. And then yes. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. You all saw Karis get attacked when he got close. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they uh, move in uh, very carefully. They don't they don't attack it with the hooks yet, but they you know they get up close. All right, uh, it is now the Hydra's turn. Uh, it's going to see the werewolf that just transformed on deck as a very meaty treat, uh, and it's going to clamber. It's going to clamber up a little further onto the deck. So now you see these massive front paws, these tree trunk-like legs, sort of up onto the deck, and you hear the wood beneath it crack as it sort of climbs up, and you feel the ship start to tilt. As the weight, as the weight of this creature, uh, just sort of pushes down on the ship, um, you see, you see Dwali frantically spinning the wheel the other way to try to get it to move out of, to try to get some sort of, some sort of away from it as, as best you can, um, and it makes its attacks at Karis and Graza. It doesn't really care about the pirates right now. Or the sailors, not pirates. They might be pirates, but you know. <laughs> They're pirates in training. Alright, uh, so there's going to be three attacks at Graza and two attacks at Karis. Graza, what's your AC right now? Uh, any better armor. 16. Alright, one of them hits you. One, one. I will attempt to parry it. Okay. You do not parry it. Uh, what's your AC, Karis? 21. Uh, you managed to get your shield between you and, and both of the attacks. Uh, one of the Hydras, one of the Hydra heads snaps around as you're, you're trying to fend off the other two heads with your, with your harpoon, and one of them sort of snakes underneath your range and latches onto your side. Um... So you take eight points of damage, eight points that of pierce, piercing damage. Is adorable. As it bites you in the side <laughs> and make an athletics check. Bad thing I have advantage on. Good thing I have advantage on it. All right, uh, you manage to uh, you manage to get your harpoon down and unlock its jaw before it yanks you off the ship. It rolled a two. <laughs> oh good. Um, all right, now it's the odds turn. All right. So who's this right here? That's Graza, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna move right here and then take a swing at this thing. Uh, yeah. With my float, uh, is its head down in between? At Graza or something? Uh, it it would have pulled back, so no. Uh, all right. You, I'm trying to think if you qualify as flanking on huge creatures, if you can. I'd have to be in the water to do that. No, he's no, he's I, not. No, I could, actually, no, I could flank. With, I could be flanking with Karis. Yeah, you could. I'm trying to figure out how flanking works against huge creatures, though. As long as we're on opposite sides. 
Mm. I'll say yes for now, but I'm gonna look it up just in case. Cause... Okay. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so I mean, how, uh, how else would dwarves specialize in fighting giants? It's true. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, where's my flail? There it is. So. Roll the same thing twice anyway. Yep. Uh, Alright, you hit it. Alright, as I swing down with the first attack, I say, no blades. And cut the heads off. Uh, damn it, I don't get to re-roll that. Uh, next one. Um... What? I'm assuming you said don't cut the heads off, but his might kind of... Yeah, yeah, no, I said yeah. don't cut the heads off. Kind of sparked out. Yeah. Cut the heads off. Alright, you hit again. Alright, and then last one. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, you do not hit that time. Alright. Alright, right, uh, you smash it twice with your flail and it gets out of the way as you... Uh, Any cold spots? Uh, the the frost damage, you know, hits it, and you see some ice, some scales that are iced over. But as it whips away from you, it, the the ice sort of melts away. Uh, All right, uh, for care. Um, he's going to just hit it with the next charge of witch bolt. Okay, so roll damage. Since that's a sustained. 10 damage. Okay. And he's going to, let's see, one, two, three. He's going to take a step here to get a little more distance while still keeping it in range. Okay. Uh, Lavis. Okay. Um. <sighs> Still trying to find. Okay, it's sixty. Oops, sorry for some reason. I'm just gonna. Lavis is just gonna use sacred flame again. See okay. if that works this time. And you're actually like twenty five feet away from it. Yeah, yeah. I was. All right. In range. Uh, so it makes a roll. Uh, no, it fails. Go ahead and roll damage. Great. It's always nice when that works. <laughs> All right, four works. radiant damage as the holy flame strikes one of the heads and mm. burns at it. Uh, Karis, your turn. Okay, hearing that, I'm going to do something kind of off. I'm going to use a bonus action to cast Rightful Spite on the only javelin I have left. Okay. Uh, that only works on melee weapons, so you have to use it as a spear. Yeah, I know. Okay. So I'm going to attack with it. So, well, hopefully that'll hit. Alright. That hits. Four plus eight piercing. Okay. So it's going to be eight. Wisdom saving throw of 15. If it fails, it is frightened of me until the spell ends. 
Um, okay. It does not. It does not fail. All right. And it's another another raid. All right. That hits and does damage. Is it just the next attack, or is it? It's, it it's just. just the the, yep. It's just when the attack hits, and then the spell continues until you get rid of the frightened effect. Okay. But since you passed it, it doesn't matter. All right. It still takes the psychic damage though. Yeah. So I'm done. Okay, you only have two attacks. Yeah, those are those are my two. All right, uh, it is now Gross's turn. So I would really like advantage, but I feel like attacking around uh, Theod, even though I have a reach weapon, would probably impose disadvantage to counteract the advantage from flanking. Yes, it would. So I'll just stay where I'm at and keep stabbing the thing. Okay. My harpoon is on fire. Okay, that does not hit. You stab That's at it, and the head whips away. That's better. You hit it. Roll damage. That's a two, so I get to reroll that. That's only one better, but hey. Bonus action. I will you I'll amplify my blood curse of binding, taking point of damage. Okay. Uh, and the creature must make a strength saving throw. DC fourteen or be bound. Alright. It makes it. I figured it would. <laughs> but it's not a spellcaster, so that's the only useful blood curse I've got. Okay. <laughs> uh Nerali. All right, so I stagger my way upstairs now, expecting to see a water elemental since it's called a hydra. Um, hydra, not hydro. Same root. I know. Um, Neroli doesn't know better. <laughs> see what it is. Um, and I will. Get over about there and try to fire off some sunbolts at it. Okay. And okay. All right. Uh, that hits. Okay. Okay. And then a key point for the two more. That hits. Hey, with disadvantage, you're actually rolling. I know, right? <laughs> That that miss, that's more like it. You had to miss at some point. Blam, blam, blam. 
All right. Uh, it's now the crew's turn, and a lot of them attack with the fish hooks, trying to hold it in place. Fish heads, fish heads. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, one of them manages to get to sink their fish hook into the neck of one of the heads. The other five do, the other four do not, uh, including the bosun. Bosun does not manage to, to make any purchase on his uh, on his attack. Um, so that was one badass. <laughs> He is, but he rolled a three. Um, so, yeah. One of them has a head. We'll see how effective that is. Uh, it's now the Hydra's turn. And seeing that it is now slightly outnumbered on where it's chosen to stay, uh, it's going to try to yank the one guy that's attached to him up. We're about to watch a guy get drawn and quartered. It actually doesn't manage to succeed. <laughs> this, that holds the hydra. This head. this one decade, it's actually the lanky guy that climbed up with you, uh, Graza. It's that lanky guy. I'll he, have the watch. He has that hook <laughs> in deep and is not letting go. So the uh, the hydra is unable to rip his one head that's stuck free, so he can't back up very effectively. So instead, he's going to start attacking. There's one, two, three, four, five people near him that he can attack, so each of you gets one. Uh, Karis, you get hit. Graza, you get hit. And I will attempt to parry. Theod, what's your AC, Theod? 17. No, I won't parry. You do not parry, but Theod doesn't get hit. He's <laughs> a medium armor. Neither does neither does neither do either one of the the crew member that he attacked. Graz and Karis, however, both get hit. Meh. I've done almost as much damage to myself as it's done to me so far. Graza, you take thirteen points of piercing damage. Meh. Karis, you take eight points of piercing damage. Both of you make me a uh, athletics check. Get off me. Boo. Uh, you do not manage to get his mouth off of you, Graza. And neither do you, Karis. Uh, so both Graza and Karis are suddenly up in the air. Uh, oh, no. Being... I find this to be a bit bullshit. <laughs> it... It has... I, I, I know it's a roll. It's a roll. It has a plus eight. So do I. <laughs> it rolls higher than you. I am as strong as this Hydra. <laughs> as one of its heads, yes. Um, uh, so Graza and Karis are now up in the air. You are considered grappled and prone. Um, you're considered prone because you have nothing to hold on to. Other than the mouth that's holding you. It's um, okay, dogs land on their feet. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, no. my God. Uh, so, yeah. I'm not aware of cats. The, the, two yeah, you, the two of you are considered grappled and prone, and you are in the Hydra's mouth. Um, <laughs> it is now Theod's turn. Okay. I am going to use my bonus action, because it just, it just nipped at me. Uh, so I'm going to use 
my bonus action to do an amplified uh, blood curse of mutual suffering. So any damage that it does to me takes full damage. Is there a save for that? Nope. No save? It just if I if I get hit, it takes damage. If it doesn't do you have hit to be, me, then do you have to be able no, to? No, I have to be within years? no within thirty feet, and it only lasts for one minute. Okay, cool. No, the blood so, curse of mutual suffering is just real good. Yeah. Yeah, I picked the two that don't require saves right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good so, idea. Yeah, and I, I, other... only, I only picked one that required a save. The other one was for spellcasters because spellcasters is a thing that hurt me. <laughs> People hurt me, so I like to have them feel that pain. Uh, so <laughs> the other two attacks. Oh wait, no, I'm not an advantage anymore. So let me tell you, if, if, even with that on, you'll die before it does. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Oh, I have a lot of I have a lot of hit points though, so I might bring it down a little bit. Uh, anyways, uh, so then second attack since the first one it did the first one miss. Uh, no, that one hits. Okay, sweet. All right. Right, and then second attack. Hey, that hits. Oh, totally were natural. All right. And I'm just trying to crack down on like any skulls, freeze over some eyeballs. Those don't, those don't thaw out so quick. All right. Uh, but, uh, you crack it twice, and it's you know still still there. Yep. All right. Um, for care. We are going to continue our lightning barrage. Okay. I think Rather like we wished. Irresistible damage is always useful. <laughs> yep. Alright. Uh, Lavis. And continue our maneuvering. Let's see. I'll cast level one healing word on Karis and then Sacred Flame is my action. Okay. Go ahead and make the spell. Yep. Do I need to be able to see someone? Uh, you can see him. <laughs> Okay, we're not entirely in the no. mouth. Okay. No, no, no it's it's like it's like holding a hot dog but with its mouth. Alright, uh so Karis, you heal that much. And then it makes a save. And it saves. Right. Once more it wiggles out of the way of the sacred flame. Alright, Karis, uh, make, if you want to try to get out of the mouth, make an athletics check. Be aware you are currently over water. Um, hmm. Curious question. Yes. Well, I wish... Okay. Can I use a bonus action to Misty step out of here? Uh, and back onto it? Because I'm not completely covered by this thing. Yes, yeah, you can, you can see. see. Yeah. Yeah, you can see. Okay, I will do that with the bonus action and Misty step out of there. All right. So I'm back like right here, or not right there, like. It um, suddenly, it like it bites down where you were, and it's like, wait, what? So what? <laughs> my food, then, my food disappeared. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to give it two attacks. 
right. Uh, first one misses, second one hits. All right. Poof, step, step. All right. Uh, it is now Graza's turn. Graza, you can try to make an athletics check to get out, but you are over water currently. Can I just stab it? Yeah, you can do that too. Use Misty Step. I'm not a spellcaster. You do have you do have disadvantage because you are grappled. Full body grappled. Do a Superman solar flare. I guess I'll just Hercules my way out of this. I won't get to punch the thing. Oh, very good roll. Natural 20. <laughs> Which also makes it a 28. Yeah, so close. You do not get out. If you have a that second a attack, if you have a second attack, you can try to do it again. Wait, is the head that's holding up Graza right now you, the one that's right next to me? Yeah, you managed to wrench its jaw open, and uh, you are. How do you want to get out of its mouth? I'm going to shove off of it and land on the deck, please. Make an acrobatics check. I was going to try to punch it in the throat with my flail. Maybe it'll cop you up. <laughs> Jumping is really more athletics, but okay. It's not just jumping, it's also trying to land in a specific spot. I'm just trying to land somewhere on the deck. I really don't care where. That specific spot being not the water. Um, <laughs> Alright, yeah, you, you, you land. It's not that hard. You land on it. You're good. Um, Alright. Yeah, it's, it's not so much the act of jumping as it is jumping while dodging the five writhing tentacle heads and landing on the ship and not the water. There's a lot of factors in going on. It's over the ship. It, it's over the ship. You were over the water. Anyways, um, Gnarly, your turn. Alright. Um, I will... Yeah, I'm gonna move up to it so I can melee hit. Okay. Uh, as you move up to it, one of the heads lashes out at you. I'm going to use my reaction mm -hmm. for channel divinity. Uh, the I don't remember what it's called, but morning it puts flare. a flashlight. Huh? Morning flare. Yes. What's so it do? puts a flash of bright light, and it has disadvantage on the attack. Solar flare. Solar flare. Basically. Yeah. The only time you want to be Krillin. <laughs> I mean, Tien also knows it, so you really never want to be Krillin. Yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> You'd still rather be Tien. Uh, well, he rolled two natural ones, so uh, <laughs> it didn't matter. His head crashes in, the head crashes into the deck next to you. All right, you, then. As you solar flare it. Krillin is still the only human. I will assume the flare had something to do with it, even though it didn't. Um, and I... More, more powerful than Krillin. Mac at it. Uh, nope. Critical failure. Yep. Who are you next to? You're, uh, you're next to Graza. 
That's cute. <laughs> a stick suddenly whacks you on the butt. <laughs> you look back and say, now is not the time for a fetch. Hey, look, Neurali's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, it's like, oh. You're, all, you're in this fight. The heads up. Behind you. All right. Second attack. Okay. That one hits. Roll damage. All right. The first one hit too, just not what she wanted. I mean, it's true. And a key point to make it a stunning strike: have to succeed at a Constitution save or be stunned until the end of my next turn. All right. Let me tell you how good it is at Constitution saves. I believe that is a replay. What's the DC? It is... I'm terrible because I have two, D, two DCs right now, so I only have one written down. Um, I believe it's the wisdom... Uh, <coughs> so yeah, it is 13. It makes it. Okay. You thwack it with the staff, and the snout goes... And so it snorts at you. And one more key point for the two unarmed strikes. Okay. That hits. Roll damage. All right. That misses. Yep. Well, you do punch it in the snout. Excellent. All right. Uh, pirates turn. They're going to try our crew's turn. I keep calling them pirates. Um, they're going to <laughs> attempt to anchor the Hydra here. That one succeeds. We're really going to Treasure Island. That one succeeds. Okay, so the bosun and two of the other ones that missed anchor their hooks in. Uh, one of them still can't get a good purchase, but there are four uh, instead of there are four of, four of the heads are now anchored. <clears throat> the captain's name is actually Long John Silver. <laughs> All right, uh, it is now the Hydra's turn. It's going to attempt a very mu a much more difficult uh, athletics check now to get out. So what you're saying is Dwally Rave Crusher is a one-legged pirate captain played by Tim Curry? Uh, no, yeah. he, he is unable to uh, unpin himself from the ship, so he is stuck there. Also played by John, I believe, because weren't you Long John Silver? No, John uh, Stevens was. John I was, Stevens. I was mm. Captain Smollett. Alexander Smollett. I was Alexander Smollett. I was Kermit. <laughs> okay, folks, let's go. Uh, all right, uh, Theod, your turn. Okay, so are any of the heads near, like, are any of the heads anchored down to the, are they, like, anchored the, the, onto the deck? The the necks are, the, the necks, the, the soldier, the, the crew are holding the necks down with their things. The heads are still up in the air, but you, you know, they're basically okay. keeping the hydra on deck. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So, yeah, if, uh, yeah, head swings down, I'm just going to. Swing it with my uh, or my uh, flail. Okay, that hits. Roll damage. Uh, I'm flanking again, aren't I? Now that down on the ground. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that first one. Yeah. <laughs> Roll damage. Uh, okay. All right, and then I'll put that back on. That hits. Roll damage. 
Okay. That hits. Roll damage. Alright. So, as you smash it with the, um, with the, uh, uh, flail, you hear a sickening crunch sound. And all of a sudden, where the hook was holding that neck, the entire hydra head just sort of sloughs off and hits the ground. Leaving a stump behind that reels back in pain. Frozen, right? No. Alright, mm. uh, it is now Fikir's turn. Alright. It doesn't... Let's it, see. It, now, now that that's happened, I can tell you, it doesn't matter what type of damage it is if they take it. Uh, that that does ten damage to it. Mm -hmm. All right. Boom. And Lavis. All right. Um. So, seeing that people were on the water, Lavis is gonna kind of move a little bit into the range of other people and cast water walk on um, all of the teammates and I guess that's it. How many, t how many targets does water walk have? Up to 10, but okay. he has heard that the sailors don't like magic. I mean, they have a wizard helping them move. Yeah. I don't know if I can affect <coughs> non-ally. Whatever. And just a few of the sailors that seem close. Okay. It's a 30-foot range, so I think I can hit. The scrawny uh, crow's right. guy. The watchman. The yeah. Two, the two guy. that have been the most effective. <laughs> yeah. Might might go for them. Bosun's Do you bad. tell us that like, you cast it on us? Um, and, yeah, I guess... I, I would assume there's some sort of divine magic upon us. You, you there's, like, feel... some blue light coming up. Well, no, so you feel energized slightly, and you feel lighter. Um, but that's the only really reaction to water walk until you actually step on the water. Try not to fall in, but you should be fine now. All right. Okay. All right, uh, Karis. <laughs> okay, um... Next round is going to be fun. So, seeing that the head fell off and nothing really happened, I'm going to use a bonus action to Hunter's Market. Okay. This is the most I actually use spells properly. Um, is Hunter's Marked? <clears throat> and I'm going to take two swings at it. Okay. With what? With my Shining Brandish Sword. Okay. That hits. That hits. A little damage for both. Now you guys are doing damage. Uh, and, yeah, from heart to smart. Alright, so... Yep. Um, as you strike it a second time, another one of its heads lops off, and the stump that was right at where the hook was holding it, and the stump rears back in pain. Nice. Okay. Uh, it is now Gross's turn. Well, trolls regrow limbs, and if you want to stop them from doing that, you burn the wound. So I'm going to apply my flaming spear to the to the trunk of that severed head. Which one? Uh, the one that's near me. 
Okay. That's not going to do You miss. That one will. That one hits. All right, it takes... Just outside of my range. range. All right. Nerali. All right. Smack, smack, smack. Okay, uh, that misses. That misses. Yep. And key for the two. That misses. And that hits. Yay! You deal nine damage to it. All right. Uh, it is now the pirate's turn. They're going to just hold on so that it doesn't move. Uh, one of them is going to attempt to anchor down that last head that didn't get anchored. And he does. So the last, the last of the three heads that are remaining is now anchored. Okay, uh, it is now its turn. The three heads that are remaining attempt to wrench themselves up, and they fail to do so. So instead, they're going to make attacks at Graza. All three at Graza. I think I found the sore spot. That hits. That misses. That misses. So, oh, let's attempt to parry the one. Give me a good roll for once. There we go. Do not parry it. Really? Really, it rolled a 27. Uh, it's almost like it's good at hitting things. These gloves have been fucking useless. Oh, they've saved you a couple times. No, they saved me once. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't even really saved me. It just stopped an attack. I wasn't even low at health on the time. Uh, okay, make an athletics check as it deals some damage to you. Uh, it deals 10 damage to you. At the very least, these damage numbers are adorable. Uh, you keep it, you, you keep it away from, uh, you, you manage to keep it from grabbing you again. Alright, and at the end of its turn, the uh, stump next to Karis suddenly sprouts two more heads. Ah! Okay. Fireworks. I was afraid of. The stump that uh, Graza hit with the harpoon does not. Whoops. Uh, and we're going to put this over here. Troll logic. It's functional. Yeah. It doesn't grow a whole other body. It just grows two more heads. I figured. Uh, all right. It is now Theod's turn. Troll logic applies to everything. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes they burn it with fire. Typically, things stay dead. How how far is the boat? Uh, how far is the deck over the water? What do you mean? Like the from the from the water line up to the to the railing of the uh, deck. It's at it, currently it's at about a uh, it's at an angle, so it's about forty feet down. Oh. Screw that. Plus, the boat is still moving somewhat, right? It hasn't No, no, the, the Hydra stopped it. Oh, it did? Oh, okay. Well, the Hydra has well, stopped the boat. So, yeah. Uh, the head slumped off and probably would have grown back even with the freezing damage. Um, 
I'm going to use my second and last blood curse. Uh, blood curse of the marked which basically just doubles all it does is double my right damage uh, if I hit so okay. okay. so let's see I'm going for body shots now alright so it takes four right damage and And 12 ray damage. All right. So, uh, even though you're hitting it on the body, it doesn't seem that... It doesn't seem like locationally it matters where it takes the damage, as another of the head sort of sloughs off. And something about this particular... About deep hydras... You know, normal, normal hydras, if you attack them elsewhere other than the neck, you won't cut the neck off. Um, deep hydras appear to be different in some way, as one of the heads right. sloughs off. Alright. Wish I brought my axe now. Alright, it is now um Fakir's turn. We're gonna keep nuking this thing. How long does Lickbolt last? As long as I want until or as long as I concentrate, I should say, until he's like concentrate up to a minute. Uh up to up to a minute. Yeah. So ten rounds. Yep. Alright. Good to know. Alright, uh, Lavis. Uh, wishing Kana was here, but not really able to go on a retrieval mission. I think I'm just gonna Sacred Flame, because... She wouldn't be able to do anything anyways. <laughs> she has fire! Yeah, she's, she's also, also not really conscious. Yeah. She's also violently seasick. Yeah. That's exactly why she's not here. Yep. Um... I mean, aside from GM didn't want to hand the fire mage to the Hydra fight. <laughs> that too. Uh, I know not what you speak of. We are fighting a Hydra. <laughs> Who is this GM? Yeah. Mental note to a later experiment whether or not lesser restoration might help her temporarily. It's almost as if the GM knew what was coming. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just sacred flame. All right. I think still fine. Slightly fitting that the fire mage is violently seasick. Yeah. She was. She. I mean, she, that was. That's part of her character backstory. Is she's violently. Her sister's fine. She's the one that's violently seasick. Her sister also isn't a fire mage. Her sister is. Her sister is a frost mage. Also fitting. All right. And what's the DC on that? That is, I believe, 15. It fails. Roll damage. Hooray! All right. Uh, Karis. I do have a fire spell. There I'm afraid of what that fire spell will do. There are two more heads next so to you as well. So good. Bring the Never. flames. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let's find out what it tastes like. Okay, well, if this... Uh, well... Well, if this burns the ship, so be it. I'm going to use a bonus action.
would also be lit since the heads are up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To be fair, the ship is also very wet. Yeah, well, bonus action. I'm going to take off the hunter's mark that to do a... That, that didn't stop the conflagration. <laughs> to I mean, stop, yeah, to do a serious That's fight. gnomes. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to put that on my javelin. So, I hope it hits. Well, it's going to hit. Just have advantage on the thing. Okay, you hit. So that's two fire damage and seven piercing, and it's got to make a constitution saving throw of 15. Yeah, on a fail save, it takes a D6, 1d6 fire damage, and then... It fails. Oh, it takes a D6 fire damage, and it's on fire. <laughs> Roll a D6. It's on fire! So there's now a flaming hydra on... points of damage. Alright. <laughs> um, yeah, because, I mean, like, the ship is wet, so generally doused in tar and creosote and all sorts of substances. Well, that's presumably why they've been swabbing the deck. Yeah, mm. that's true. How, 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 how dedicated has Fakir been to swabbing? He used magic He's been doing it. whatever he's told. It's his specialty. Lavis has been trying to work very hard. All right. I'm gonna make another attack. Okay. That's another seven piercing. All right. Uh, Graza, your turn. There's an on fire Hydra in front of you. Well, just to be specific, let's continue to jam that harpoon into the stump just to make sure. Okay. Which stump? The fresh one or the old one? The, the old one has already been burned shut, so the fresh one. Okay. You hit, no damage. Hey, decent damage. Okay. Nope, not gonna hit. Yeah, that misses. And you don't accidentally cut off another head. <laughs> Alright, uh, Norelli. I mean, if I cut off a head in the fire spear. So the heads are high up enough that if, that if I do direct something flame related, it's not gonna it's not gonna f slam into the ship too as well, right? Yes, except that the whole body is on fire as well. The whole body is actually on fire now. Yep. Okay. That's what the spell said. It's taking it's taking fire damage at the start of its turn unless it succeeds Constitution saves. Well, then I'm not gonna do any worse with it. Um. I will cast Burning Hands to hit the heads. Okay. See, say that. Fan it out just nice so I can hit as many of the heads okay. possible. So is that a deck? That's a deck save, right? Uh, that is a deck save, yes, a 13. Deck save for half. Uh, he fails it, so he takes 11 points of fire damage. All right. Uh, and so the, the crew that were holding down the Hydra let go immediately and back up because the thing they were holding is now on fire, along with parts of the deck where it's standing and the hooks that it was, that were holding onto it, and back up. Uh, the Hydra, now free of its bonds, slips off the boat and into the water. You hear a loud 
as the Hydra submerges. Good, stay away. Go home, Hydra. It'll be back. Yeah, I'm gonna go down below and grab my, uh... Right. Actually, no, I'm gonna keep my... I'm gonna keep my flail. Uh, I'm gonna look over the rail and see if it swam away, if it went to... Make a perception check. Uh, so you look down and it has moved away. Um, you're only looking over that rail, so you can't tell where it moved, but it's definitely gone from that side. Okay. Alright. Uh, Fakir. moves away from the rail. And readies and draws his kopesh. Okay. Do you still, do you lose if, Witchbolt, or is it still active? Yeah, Witchbolt is gone. If it leaves line of sight, then Witchbolt goes away. Um, and he's holding his action to just jump on the thing and hit it with the Kopesh if it returns. Okay. Uh, Lavis? Uh, moving, and then... Uh... I forget how water walking works. Um, uh, you also, also, as the as the Hydra left the ship, it righted itself. Yeah. I'm sure it got it. Can I just make and, a general and, perception? And, and started moving again. Can I make a general perception check to try and look around the area, see, see if I see a Hydra? Sure. Okay, disadvantage is there. Um. You do not see a Hydra. Okay. Uh, Karis. Um, yeah, I'm going to look around, see, and then move over here, and see if I see a Hydra. Not see a hydra. Oh boy. Yeah, I got a natural 20 and I just saw it go away. Uh, and Graza. I can't willingly not water walk, can I? Yeah, you can. Uh, you, okay. I think you can. Yeah, you just have to break the surface. Basically, basically, what it does is you can stand on the surface, and if you want to go further, you dive in. I, I would like and to. If since... you don't want to go further, you can be carried to the surface. Yeah. Yeah. Um, since I'm fairly certain that this beast isn't just going to run away, uh, I would like to dive into the water. Since I have a harpoon, it is specialized in being thrown through the water. Okay. You dive into the water. Make a perception check. I have a 60-foot dark vision. Yep, make a perception check. You see the Hydra. It's immediately underneath the ship. Of course it is. 
Also, as you hit the water, the flames on your uh, harpoon start bubbling. They don't go out, but you're not sure how effective they'll be underwater. Well, it, it's now a steam harpoon. Yeah, it's now doing steam. All right. Uh, Norali. That's just my, that's right. just my movement, sir. Oh, what are you going to do? Was, I'm going to hurl the harpoon. Okay. It has double range in water. Okay. Yeah, it does. And it returns. Don't underestimate steam. All right, you hit it. Full damage. And since, since it returns, I can make my full round of attacks, correct? Uh, yeah. Let me go ahead and put this on the token layer just so I know where it's at. Uh... <laughs> ah, no. It moved. Hang on. Uh... <laughs> I... Twenty-three piercing and five fire. Okay. Assuming it's not just like halved for being steam, I don't know. Uh, so as you hit it, you hit it just right with the javelin, and it loses another head. And then I throw the second and then I throw the javelin again into the stump. Alright, uh, it's still there. Scald the stump shut. Do you recall the uh, thing? Yeah, after I, after, after I have thrown it in to scald it, I will recall the harpoon again. Okay. Um, so it is now Norali's turn. Alright, so did I understand correctly that the ship is partially on fire where it was? Yes. Okay. I'm going to... It's not going to help much, but for when people... Uh, I'm going to use uh, Thaumaturgy to dim the flames. Okay. All right. Uh, next, it's the crew's turn. The crew start rushing to get water and, and dumping it out. So with your help, they, they manage to put it out. So okay. Hydra's turn. Uh, so the Hydra, so uh, all of you that are on the ship suddenly feel the ship stalt, sorry, halt very suddenly. Uh, Graza, you see the Hydra slam its head up, in, its heads up into the ship and grab it with its claws and teeth. And stop the ship in its tracks. You hear. Uh, you all also hear a cracking sound as this happens. Um, it's not a very pleasant cracking sound. Um, it's too far away to do anything to Grazer right now. But at, at the end of its turn, uh, the head that you hit with the, with the steam harpoon sprouts two more heads. It appears that underwater steam is not enough. Uh, so two more heads reappear in that place. Oh, for my of Hydra, even... It does that, yeah. Actually, isn't it basically back down to the base number of heads? Because we've, we've seared three shut, I think. Uh, you've seared three shut, and then it's grown two more. It already had a bonus two. So it's one, two, three. It's minus two, but then it has one, two, three, four, five, six. So it's got six heads. Okay, so it's got one extra. Yeah. On top of its base model. Yeah. So let me. Let me use this set. Yoink. Math. Oh. Okay. Uh, Theod, it's your turn. 
Okay, so I saw Graza chuck her spear at. You saw Graza dive into going. the water. Well, I have dark vision too, so I could see. You'd have to make a. You have dark vision, but the ship has been moving on the water. Okay. And so you'd have to pick. You'd have to pick Graza out again to see what she did. Okay. Uh. Well, I just saw her go over, so I'm just. Hopefully she comes back up, uh, but the ship stopped, I heard the crunch, so I'm going to go back down below and grab my axe for the next time this thing shows up. Okay. Since I just stopped the boat, uh, do I see anything in the bottom of the boat? Uh, like, you, see, you, through? you see two guys that are trying to uh, patch up the wall uh, who have stopped patching because they felt the ship shake. You don't see anything yet, though. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll have my axe, and not really much else I can do. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah grab my axe and go back upstairs. Okay. All right, you're back upstairs. Uh, for care. Um. Having felt the ship shake, I'm pretty sure that the Hydra's down there, so I'm going to chug one of my potions of water breathing, well, jump off on this. Um, one of the uh, one of the ship's one of the uh, deep Hydra's nicknames for your people roughly translates into common as shipcracker. So mm -hmm. it would be a safe assumption. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to chug my potion of water breathing, jump over the side, and hit it with my kopesh. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you jump over the side, you see uh, you see the creature there. Uh, interestingly, your mm -hmm. kopesh, as it hits the water, does not start to steam. It still it's is on still fire. It's still on fire in the water. Right. Cool. It's Greek fire kopesh. <laughs> it is the kopesh of chaos. Uh, you missed. Oh. All right. Chaotic fire does weird things, man. <laughs> yeah. It is the Kopesh of Greek fire. Yep. Right. Uh, Lavis. It is the White Phosphor. It's the Willy P. Kopesh. Uh, there are people in the water, but they seem to want to be there. Uh, and they can get out if they need to. So I'm going to... Head under deck, I guess. Right, blow decks. Um, because cracking blow might be able to help things there, and just I guess I'm gonna hold sacred flame. Okay. Uh, Graza. I'm oh, sorry, Karis. Yeah, so if I, since I have the water walk thing on me, if I just jump in the water and I just want to sink a few feet down to the point where I can get to the Hydra. Um, so I believe water walking is all or nothing. Okay. Either you're swimming or you're standing. Mm. It's not like well, an elevator. It, Although theoretically, elevator, but theoretically if you got underneath the ship, you would just go up to the hull. Uh-huh. It carries the target to the surface at 60 feet per minute. 
Yeah, so it's it's, it's no sixty feet per round. Round. Yeah. yeah. So That's yeah, it's, it's it's all or nothing. Either you're swimming or you're floating. Okay. Um, I would like to swim to the Hydra. Is without I'm I'm. Right. I would take a bonus action. You'd like to, to take. You'd like to angle yourself underneath the ship. Yeah, but before that, I'm gonna use the bonus action to take the potion of water breathing for care gave me. Okay. Glug glug glug. Gross is not using a potion of water breathing. She's just got a werewolf lung capacity. Then I will jump down. Okay. Congratulations for you. Awesome. <laughs> you start to sink? I mean, I'm gonna sw- try to swim towards the Hydra. Make an athletics check with disadvantage. Just like, upside down, uh, fighting it on the hull. Your feet are on the hull. And- <laughs> I mean, if he wants to do that, he can. Yeah, but if he gets over to it. Yeah, you managed to put. You managed to pull yourself and your armor underneath the ship as you continue to sink. And if you just will yourself back to the surface, you will pop back up. Am I any close to the Hydra at all? Oh yeah, no. You you can get you 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 bam. You you're now like back against the hull of the ship, next to the Hydra. Okay. Um. Hmm. So yes, want to be on the surface and then put your feet on the bottom of the hull. Basically. Like this, this thing's just gonna sprout heads anyway, no matter what attack I use. Basically, so, you want to kill it before it gets too many heads to deal with. So I'm just gonna use the best thing I have. Okay. Boom. Boom. Uh, uh, both of those hit. Yeah. Yeah, just ignore the Hunter's Mark thing I have on there. Isn't that the Hunter's Mark damage? Because you still have Hunter's Mark on No, I, I don't have Hunter's Mark on it because I had to use the um, Searing Smite, and that's a concentration. Oh, uh, okay. Good to know. All right. I believe all the Paladin Smites are concentration. They are. You've slashed it twice. Uh, Graza. Uh, I have harpoons to throw. Well, harpoon. Well, I have harpoon that keeps getting thrown. (laughs) I have harpoon to throw. Uh, That misses. That hits. Roll damage. All right. Uh, Nerali. Alright, um... I will... I will go ahead and jump overboard. Okay. Um, just get to basically where I can see it. Okay. And then I'm gonna fairy fire it. Okay. Yes, advantage. Yep. Fairy fire is a cube, right? Uh, fire is... Yeah, it's a 24 cube. Yeah, something like that. Well, it avoids it, I guarantee. Yeah, well, it's not going to be hard. It's 13 DC, so... I rolled a 23, so... Okay, well, it was worth a shot. Um, however, the ship is now lit in fairy fire. <laughs> I can position it, though, where it doesn't... The, 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 the Hydra is attached to the ship. It's latched right, onto but... it. I can still position it like where it's not. The no matter how you basically, the like, at least ten feet. Thick. No matter where you put yeah, it on the hydra, it's going to touch the ship. 
Yeah, I mean, you can, you can put it underneath the Hydra, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah basically. Yeah, it didn't matter. Anyways, so. I just don't want to make, give it advantage to attack the ship. <laughs> <laughs> so not I that like, I imagine that's, that the ship is difficult to hit, but still. It's not. Ship's AC is like... Cut right. down on the chance of natural 20s. <laughs> Alright. Uh, the ship's AC is the ground, so it's 10. Um, I like that the ground actually takes at least... It does. Well, because you can, you can trip and hit yourself or something. Um, Alright, uh, it is now the, the crew's turn. They scramble about the top deck and down below to try to see if there's any damage yet that they can see. Um, <coughs> the mage cut the mage seeing people go overboard cuts the wind to the sails um, so that it doesn't leap out of the way without you guys. Um, and uh, it is now the Hydra's turn. Uh, the Hydra has many delicious people next to it. Although it's only got five heads currently, although it's got one stump. Um, it's going to make some attacks. Uh, Fakir, what's your AC? Fakir, your mic is gone again. Yep, muted. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter because I don't think your AC is high enough to hit a 20. Um, so Fakir takes three hits, Karis takes two. Karis got hit with a, 20, with a 22 and a 24. Fakir got hit with a 21, uh, a 20, and a 29, and a 22. Um, so, so the second one didn't hit because the first one was reactionary. Yeah, he escape. Oh, he's using Misty Escape out of the first one? Alright, so you get hit one time. Warlocks, they have the power. They do indeed. Yeah, I'm about to hit 6th level on my Fate Pack Warlock, and it's going to be so awesome well, in my other game. My my, my, my main Warlock is... Fakir, uh, uh, um, you take... Fakir, you, oh, just... you take 13 points of damage. I mean, he doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't get to Misty Escape, but he does get to literally send people through hell later. Yeah. Um, and Karis, you take 11 points of damage and 8 points of damage. 11. And get to make uh, 13 points. And get to make an athletic check. I took 18, you said? Uh, no, you took 13. 13. Okay. Yeah. Ow, but yeah. So, Karis, make an athletics check. Karis, you managed to avoid getting grappled. Oh, nice. Alright. Um, one of the heads got knocked off. Oh no, it already regrew. All right. Yeah. Um, none of the other heads can regrow. So, yep, it is now uh, Theon's turn. Okay, so I just saw everybody dive overboard, and this is a party I do not want to be left out of. So I'm gonna <laughs> dive over this one. Okay. And uh, I just want to. Like, just dive in, and then as soon as I see it, swim over to plant my feet on the bottom of the hull. Okay. And then swing away with my great axe. All right, make an attack. All right. Uh, am I flanking with Karis again? Um, sure. 
Okay. Just curious. No right. You oh, miss. I missed. You have no right. <laughs> you hit there no damage. Uh, I get to reroll that. Okay. Huh? Yeah. Uh, how do you want to do this? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So I dive down into the water. Just a nice swan dive and then float back up upside down under the bottom of the ship and then just take my axe and drag it right across the side, spilling open its stomach. All right. Uh, so yeah, you, you dive into the water and do this flip and you sort of orient yourself so that you're doing, effectively you're doing like a jumping downward slash, but upside down. Um, and so you make this nice arc in the water as you come back down at the Hydra, uh, and then just land and drag the axe through it and just viscera and guts just sort of spew out as it unlatches itself from the hull and starts to drift away as the ship jerks forward a little bit. Uh, not too much, but just enough to, because it still had some, you know, it still had some force because the wind is blowing. So it jerks ahead as the Hydra lets go and the Hydra floats downward towards the bottom of the ocean. That's what's up. <laughs> All right. Uh, you are now out of initiative. You've killed the Hydra. The ship I is slowly moving away. Gramble back up onto the deck. Yeah. I want to let the magic go to work. And thing has stopped. Like and a and cork. Yeah. To the top. Right. Damn it. I was hoping to get some pieces of that Hydra, but it's drifting out of place. some heads on the deck. I was going to uh, say, there's still heads on the deck, right? Yeah, three heads. Um, and there's, uh, so as you guys get back up to the water, the ropes are being thrown down to help you climb back up because it is quite a distance. So, <coughs> um, yeah, you guys climb back up. <coughs> Fakir immediately goes over to one of the heads and starts cutting up Fang out to match the sea serpent one that he got last time he was on this boat. Okay. Uh, as you do, uh, Dwali, you know, calls out, all right, all hands down, we need to do repairs. I don't know why he suddenly has scotch, because he doesn't have a scotch accent. All right, all hands down, we need to do repairs, fix whatever damage it did to the ship, and get this ship moving again. Jairus <clears throat> uh, wonders if he can make anything that would be useful to, from, from him, to him out of whatever remains on deck of the... Hydra heads. Fikir, save me a couple of fangs. I think I might be more useful below deck. Uh, how much? What do you, what do you, what do you mean by you'd like to make something? Cares. I'm trying to think of something useful I can make with it, but I like drawing a blank have, right now. Do you have any crafting abilities? No. <laughs> uh, you so no, can I? You have no crafting ability, no crafting proficiency, and no tools. Nope. Can I use my Tinker's tools to help repair the ship? Uh, you can rip bits off of it. Uh, you you see some sailors are already diving in with their own tools, so yeah, you could you could try. Um, your t Tinker's tools are kind of small and for detail work. Um, this is they they have more massive shipbuilding hammers and such, right. which you'd probably be better using. From the... I mean, Lavis, would the yeah. would the proficiency still apply? I can... can you do that thing you did with the wagon that one time? I would say yes. no, uh, because this is more carpentry than tinkering. Splendid. Unfortunately, uh, there really isn't a carpenter's tool proficiency. Yeah, there is. 
Yeah, I guess if they're okay with me using magic on the ship, and I will ask. Yeah, they're fine. I guess I start repairing things with mend. Do you mend the hole in the wall below decks? Yeah, starting there. Alright, so you go and mend that. Uh, do you want to try swimming down to the damage on the bottom of the hole? Eh, why not? Okay. I have I have cast water walk on myself, so... How long does, men, how long does mend take? One action? Okay. I think so. Yeah. No, it's a minute. Uh, I think it no, takes a minute. minute. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. So you can hold, you can hold your breath equal. I've got a, I've got another potion. I've got another potion for you if you require something. By the mm -hmm. by the time the damage on the on the bottom of the hole was so minimal relatively uh, that uh, by the time Lavis finishes repairing the hole in the below decks, the crew will already have the bottom of the hole repaired. If they've got it, they've got it. Uh, can I check on Kana? Yeah. All right. Just to go over to her. Yeah. Let me. Uh, Kana is violently sick. <sighs> like puking in bucket. Okay, but Her. it doesn't look like she got slashed by a hydro while we weren't looking. No, but it does look like there's puke all over the walls. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to try something. Not quite sure if it'll work, but... Okay. Hope. Um, and I'm gonna cast Lester Restoration. Okay, what does lesser, lesser restoration do? What does it say? It does? works on poisons, I was thinking. Um, and either one disease or a condition afflicting it, condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Okay. Uh, it wouldn't work. Um, okay. it, uh, that would work for, like, being drunk. Yeah. <clears throat> but this is, a, this is a problem with her equilibrium. Okay. Um, it's not, it, it's not, an, it's not, a, condi it's not an, a condition... Well, there I think are, things, there, there is, your sickening could do that. Yeah, things that cure um, disease. No, not disease. Uh, not disease. There's actually a status effect called sickened. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I restoration don't does that. I think I can. I don't think I have anything that cures that. Like there's a yeah. Cure. Restoration would cure morning sickness, like like from like the hangover. Yeah. It wouldn't cure seasickness. Mm. Just because oh, it's, it's two different causes. She appreciates it. She appreciates yeah. it as she vomits into the bucket. You see, there's um, like four buckets around her that were full, and now their contents have been splashed about. Yeah. Might get the care to see if he can help with that, but um. No, I just want to. Can I do a medicine check to see if there's any just physical medicine? Sure. I can. I would. I know I'm not shift experience, yeah, but yeah. wagons make some people sick. Yeah. So, you know two things. You know that there is an herb, and there is a type of seaweed. Uh, mm -hmm. These two things that are used often for, like, pregnancy morning sickness and for vehicle like vehicle motion sickness. Right. That would potentially work. You don't have any on you? Alright. But if you could find some... Uh, it would work. Gonna go ask Fakir about the type of seaweed because he knows water stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It comes to the temple. Yep, that's fine. So you go and find Fakir. Where are yeah. you at, Fakir? Fakir is elbows deep and probably has four or five fangs laid out in front of him right now. 
So Fakir is elbows deep in one of the heads of the Hydra. But, uh, I know after after, after seeing that special after seeing that the uh, the oh, sorry, go ahead, Dan. I don't know if you heard me. What were you saying, Theod? Uh, I know if Hydra blood or anything that's left uh, would have any special alchemical properties that could um, be useful to me. With a nine? Um, no, that was I was changing the proficiency because it still had the proficiency bonus of two on there. Oh, okay. Uh, was... Go ahead and make a knowledge nature roll. And this would be a nature roll. Not as a regular one. Oh, whoops. Not with advantage, but the 16 is fine. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, Hydra, blo- Hydra Blood specifically has certain uses in water resistance, uh, in water resistant uh, potions and spells. Um, it, because Hydras are resistant to a lot of natural elements, They're, it's good for weatherproofing and, and also brewing potions of water breathing, potions of water, uh, water walking, things like that. Okay. Um, um, they also. Have miles? Uh, it also has a good amount of use in uh, poison resistance potions, because you 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 know you remember you recall that hydras are extremely resilient to poisons and disease. All right, good deal. Now, after after I realize that the crewmen have repairing the ship handled, I will go and help uh, Fikair dissect hydra heads. Okay. Uh, so you get about as you dissect the heads, you get about. Uh, go ahead and make me a. Um, Nature check. No advantage, just straight nature check. I was, am I not assisting him? Uh, are you are you trying to pick some for yourself, or are you helping him? I'm just helping him take the head apart. I will take what I want afterwards. Okay, make yeah, make a, a nature check with advantage. Then. Me or Graza? You. you. Okay. Okay, uh, you managed to collect from the three heads, you managed to collect a grand total of uh, 150 teeth. All right. Um, and this thing had a smile. There, there are enough, uh, if you have vials or glass bottles or anything like that, um, there are enough, uh, there's enough blood to fill uh, basically um, 12 vials. Well, there's the alcohol, so if I yeah. didn't find vials, I was just going to use a booze bottle that's been emptied. Yeah, there's enough. There's enough. Uh, one booze bottle would hold about, uh, I would say, about five vials worth of, uh, of liquid. So, um, so yeah, you have enough for about yeah, uh, twelve, thirteen vials of, of, and that's that's uncontaminated blood, I should say. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll kind of try to wash them out. There's about. Uh, you can also get about uh, fifty pounds of hide off of this thing, if you want. Yeah, the hide sounds useful. Yeah, 50 pounds of hide off the three heads combined. Um, sounds good. Yeah. <clears throat> Is there anything else? Great, yeah, okay. Also, also uh, six eyeballs if you want them. I was going to say, I was going to say, Fakir's going to go for some eyeballs if he can find them. Six eyeballs. And he'll take some He'll take some of the spilled blood off the deck and sort of just kind of absentmindedly paint his face with it a little bit in some right. of his tribal designs. Do you hear a voice like, in not the back? Even real, not, even re- not even really realizing he's doing it. You hear a voice in the back of your head going, I wish you wouldn't do that. It looks disgusting. <laughs> I cut off a bit of meat 
Because I'm curious. I'm going to cook some for dinner later. Okay. Yeah, you can get some meat. You all do realize I can create food, um, right? But can create a hydra steak. Uh, you can, it's true. You, like. you, you can't create a hydra steak. It's true. <laughs> no, I can create generic food. You can create bread and water. Yeah, Which you is that good must be nutrition. I'm what sure is that? this is interesting. What, what was Graza doing? Uh, Graza actually ignites her claws to help slide through because she wants to take um, some of. She wants to basically take its tongue out and just use her her flaming claws to help sear through its mouth. Sure. And rip its tongue out. You can rip it. I point and say, see that. You've got a you've got a you've got a two pound tongue. You've got a tongue that weighs half as much as I do. (laughs) So I just. Nerali just uh, after all that, and that was a lot of motion for said. That was a lot of movement and fighting for somebody who's not feeling well. So he just moves up here, right up near where where the blist and his, his crate is, and just sort of sits down against the crate and just breathes in the air. Make a Constitution check. All right. Uh, Still at disadvantage. Yeah. Doink. You puke all over yourself. All right. Speaking Blood. of that, the Karakast pressed his digitation to clean up Nerali. <laughs> You've been to the water before. Apparently, there's a there is a type of seaweed that we use for morning sickness, and it works for most vehicle sickness types. Do you know if that grows in this region? What does it look like? Uh, I give accurate information about what it looks like. Make a nature check. Nope. I don't know. Open oceans are not really my forte. I couldn't say, unfortunately. My best guess would be we could throw some hooks overboard and see what we drag up. I'll ask the sailors. You, they uh, may uh, know. Graza, you couldn't see the bottom of the ocean from underneath the ship. Uh, we don't have long enough lines for that. I probably could have, because I have superior dark vision. You couldn't have seen the bottom of the ocean from under <laughs> <laughs> We're talking you miles deep. Goddamn superior dark We're talking miles deep here. I will keep saying that until it, something good happens out of it. So yeah, unless... Unless... Uh, your, um... Your uh, superior night vision can see 14,042 miles down. No, no. You could not see the bottom of the ocean. 14,042 miles? Yes. How big is this planet? This planet is bigger than Earth. Damn. Or is that feet? Feet! That might be feet. Probably either either feet or meters. That might be feet. It's a single dash. 14,000 feet. It's a single single dash. dash. Then yeah, yeah that's feet. Okay, fourteen thousand forty-two feet. <laughs> <laughs> like we're talking like Pacific Rim depth. <laughs> that's actually that's the mean depth of the Pacific Ocean. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, on yeah, average, like talk- on average, fourteen thousand forty-two feet. We're talking like the crush, like the the, the like rift from Pacific Rim. Yeah. That's how deep fourteen thousand miles is. Well, while all this is going on, Karis is just helping around with physical labor and stuff because, yeah, that's pretty much the best he can do right now. All right. 
Alright, uh, so yeah, you guys get the ship in shape, you get the uh, deck cleaned up, you get all that, uh, all the gore that you'd like from the three Hydra heads. Uh, and the ship... I go down and I... I go down and I visit Kana, and walking in, I immediately cover my nose and start cleaning up her cabin before her. Yeah, she's not feeling Preston. good. Preston agitation. Preston. There's, there's vomit on the walls. Pretty much. There's vomit on her. That's that, that's all. That's all getting getting taken care of. Okay. No, 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 ew, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mistake. You're pretty confident she hasn't been eating much, so you are surprised at the volume of vomit there is. But <laughs> uh, who marks? Who's marking down the fifty pounds of hide? Because I could carry it, but I'm already carrying a lot of stuff. I got my two boost bottles that are worth of blood, so I'm good. <laughs> I mean, well, I can't... until I get like. Until I get, like, a portable hole, I can't carry hardly anything more. Well, I guess I'll mark the 50 pounds of hide as being in my chest. Just strapped to her chest. <laughs> I, ha I, have, I have a strong box. <coughs> there you go. All right. So, and uh, I want to make a medicine check to see if I can figure out what Kana would be most likely able to eat and possibly keep down. All right. I can help with that. Yeah. I mean, if Aaron is, if, if uh, Lavis assists, then. My big question is do I cook this steak like fish or do I cook this steak like a steak? <laughs> You actually you cook it like lizard meat. Here, let me show you. I was gonna say. Yeah, you cook it like lizard meat. Um, Which so, is more on the steak side of things than the fish side of things. Tell me are, if you get poisoned, I can fix it. So there are certain roots and salty, uh, salty like wheats that you, that that help uh, that help seasickness and help sort of uh, you know not eliminate the effects but sort of tone them down. Um, lemons, olives. Uh, any sort of uh, salted wheat um, and like ginger root are things that will anything anything that has ginger in it will help um, but salted wheat, lemons, olives Fakir goes looking <laughs> yeah looking uh, around you happen to find you find a crate of citrus fruits, uh, lemons and oranges in the cargo hall as a as a hunter who had to go out for long periods, I learned how to cook most of the things that I kill. <laughs> I go consult the captain and see if these are part of the ship's stores or if these are actual cargo. Dead no, they're part. Of, they're, they're, for... they're part of the ship's stores. And I he, he, he says uh, citrus is good for scurvy. You know, <laughs> he says steering the ship. <laughs> yes, indeed, splendid. Thank you. <sighs> and I go and I make kind of a probably like yeah just a half water half juice mixture and then go give that to her and try and get her to drink it right, she's able to keep it down okay and it, and it does help her it does help her you know keep other it'll help her keep other food down as well okay it doesn't taste good it tastes like lemon water but you know. okay. i think that tastes good <laughs> yeah <laughs> Having having been on a lemon water diet before, it's not no. No, now that that by itself probably no. And it's and I wonder just like any water I drink, I drank had to have lemon in it, and it wasn't just a little bit of lemon; it was a whole lemon. 
Like a whole lemon worth of lemon juice. What? <laughs> it's a lemon and half and okay. dunk it in the water. It's, it's a diuretic. Uh, Out of corner character, I'm the sort of person that eats raw lemons. Lemon, lemons, <laughs> lemon juice, lemon juice is a diuretic. Uh, it helps to flush your body of excess fats. So uh, it just doesn't taste great <laughs> to me. Anyways, uh, so the journey continues on fairly uneventfully. In the next couple of days, uh, you hear from the crow's nest, Land Ho! Hooray. I offer thanks to Lathander for that. Okay. Because, god damn it. <laughs> and Fakir so, immediately rushes to the bow of the ship to try and catch sight of whatever is close. So, uh, you guys have gone from this area of Aonia across the water to Kichi. Um, I don't have a map for Kichi right now, but that's okay because I'll build one later. Uh, if you guys had run into those pirates, it would have been a longer episode. Uh, um, so you get to Kichi, and it is a very, uh, it's very different from anything that the rest of you have ever seen. Uh, the docks come out, and the docks seem fairly standard, but everything outside of that, they have uh, straight, uh, they look almost like clay walls, um, reinforced with a strange type of wood and uh, slant, like sort of slanted roofs and and very also made of a strange type of wood and thatch. Um, the houses seem like they're either made of clay and or thatch. You also all notice it's extremely hot here. Like, it's very, very hot. Uh, I am particularly uncomfortable. Yep. Oh, fuck. Being from the north? Hot is fine. Yeah, it's, it's hotter than it was in Aeonia by, by a degree. Um, and you can also see, you know, uh, from, from the, from the, from the water, you can see, uh, a massive volcano in the distance, sort of off to the south or a massive mountain, I should say, a single mountain. Um, That's why it's unbearably hot. And then you see a, a mountain range to the north along the island, uh, that sort of spires up into the distance. It, not quite as big as the mountains back in Sloverton, but fairly big. Are any of the mountains in Sloverton volcanoes? Hmm? No. None of the mountains in Sloverton. Are how does how does how does the climate and humidity uh, compare to Darlarati? It's so Darlarati is hot and wet. Miyosuchi uh, mm-hmm. is hot and dry. Oh, okay. So I'm actually fairly comfortable. Like the heat isn't bothering you so much as the dryness is. Right. But for you. Uh, yeah, it, it's hot and dry. And so as you pull up, the, the ship docks, lets down the plank. Uh, you see people that are dressed fairly similarly to what Kana wears. Um, and they have these, they, they tend to be the, the humans of this city. There, You see a mixture of humans and orcs. Um, you also see uh, a couple of gnomes and a couple of uh, dragonborn. And almost everybody, except for like the dragonborn, are wearing these sort of these you know, these very light cloth clothing. Um, and uh, some of them have these sort of cone-shaped hats on that are just keeping the shade, you know, keeping themselves permanently in shade. Uh, several of them are dock workers that have the top half of their robes, uh, their robe, you know, sort of tied around their waist currently as they uh, leap quite acrobatically off the docks and onto the ship, 
uh, clambering up and attaching ropes to it before jumping back off and, and pulling it into the docks. Um, the ramp goes down, Dwali comes down and starts talking uh, in common. Uh, one other person talks back to him in common, um, and they sort of exchange pleasantries. He looks back. All right, folks, well, you're at your destination. So I will thank you to set foot off my ship unless you're trying to get passage elsewhere. Retrieve Kana. Yeah. Retrieve Kana, retrieve yeah. my horse. Go help Kana. At, at, yeah. at Landho, Kana came up to the deck. Okay. Um, and immediately got off the ship. Yes. <laughs> all right. I'm following the suit. Yeah. It's right. okay. Now that you guys are Get off the ship, you're no too. longer experiencing seasickness. <sighs> Yay. <laughs> uh, you hear the sound of bells uh, ringing from the central center of the uh, city. Center of the city. Um, you notice that the, the city basically sort of builds up as it goes from the water up to the central uh, sort of plains of the island. Um, and as it builds up, the buildings get more and more solid. Like, you see less you see less wooden thatch buildings and more uh, stone. As it goes further up. Uh, just bells. You don't, they, they don't sound like a, like there's no pattern to them that you'd recognize. I mean, there's a, cert, there's a certain universal sound for alarm bell. It's sort of a ding, 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 ding. Ding, okay, ding. yeah, that that doesn't sound like alarm bell. Um, the alarm bell is like ding, no, ding, 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 ding. The um, the um, it's coming from the center of town. Kana immediately perks up and looks over, and says something in, under her breath in a language none of you understand. Um, are you sure? Uh, Alas, Fakir, you have universal understanding, don't you? Uh, only if it's written. Yeah, yeah. So you don't you don't know this you don't know this language. Yeah. I don't know if you know this language because it is an offshoot of common that is not common. Uh, <laughs> it's uncommon. Common. Common. It's uncommon. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a language it's a language native to Meosuchi. Yeah. Um. Shakira will uh, turn to Kana and say, "What's going on?" It's kata common. Yes, it's kata common. Uh, <laughs> she points towards the center of the square. Those are the execution bells. Oh. Well, I'm sorry, that the, might be worth what? finding out. The execution bells, she says. It's the bells they ring when they kill people. That, that, that's not a euphemism, right? No, it's public okay. execution. Okay. I just want to make sure. Uh, um, that's weird. That it sounded like it wasn't our problem. <laughs> yeah. No, but it might be useful information to have. Question. Mm -hmm. Like just how severe? Like I'm asking kind of this personalized case. How severe? How, how severe are your laws here? I'm just a bit curious about that. Cause come with me and find out. She says, uh, walking mm -hmm. towards the center of town. I follow. Yep. You also notice that uh, further up along the sort of at the far end of the of the city, uh, you see what looks like a a, a, a tiered, large building of stone. Bear shape, and then it's got like uh, smaller tiers going up, leading to a small, a very small top. Um, it's like con concentrically smaller squares uh, going up from the base, um, with a manner of with with these sort of vertical uh, banners hanging off of it, with that strange writing. Uh, Fakir, you can you see the writing, and it says uh, uh, for you, it says uh, um, 
Ah, oh, hang on, what does it say? Let me, let me pull up the name of this place, this, this thing that they say. Because um, I have it written down over here. Welcome to Hanamura. <laughs> um, it says... So, uh, does your thing give you the literal meaning of the words, or the words themselves? Uh, let me look at the actual text for that. Because <clears throat> I think that's a little vague on how it's written. Let's you understand the message. Okay, so then it, it would it would tell you then that the, the Spanish say turtle guard. Turtle guard. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, eyes of the room keeper simply says you can read all writing. Yeah. So it would give you the literal definition. Um, okay. It wouldn't tell you if it was like a proper noun or anything like that. Um, okay, it just it, says turtle guard. It says turtle guard. <laughs> okay. Or, or, or actually, it says um, hang on, I think it's either guard or, yeah, it's guard, turtle guard. Okay. Um. Uh, so you guys uh, follow Kana into the center of town. Yes. As you follow yeah. her, yeah. again, you're seeing this trend as you go in. Away from the docks, the buildings get more sturdy, get more you know, structurally sound, the, the building materials change. The style remains the same. Like a, a, a small hut at the docks is the exact same style as a small hut inland, but the materials that are used to make them change. So you, you can pretty much pick up that this is a land of tradition, that things don't change very much. Um, and uh, once you get to the town square, you see that it's packed and kind of sort of lead you guys around to where you can step up onto some crates to see what's going on. Um, now, you said most people were dressed like her except for the Dragonborn? Yeah. The Dragonborn are wearing, uh, they, they tend to be shirtless unless they're female. Um, and because it's really fucking hot here um, for them. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, the ones that the female are just wearing like a, they're just wearing like a wrap around their chest. Um, and they tend to wear like the legs. The, the, the sort of loose-fitting leg, cloth legs, but for the most part, they're shirtless. Um, okay. So, you get to the town, and you start, and you see there is this large wooden platform in the middle of the town square, and on it, uh, there sits a man sort of bound, his hands are bound behind him, and he's down on his knees, um, and uh, there is a man standing next to him. Uh, actually, there are two men standing next to him. Um, one of them uh, is a uh, is a human standing about six feet tall wearing a blue uh, kimono, a blue garb uh, with a flower with a with a like with a sort of lighter blue and white flower pattern going up and down it. Um, and uh, he has in his hand a sword very similar to Kana's. Um, it's a little bit longer and the the, the, sh the scabbard on his hip is blue. He doesn't seem to be wearing much else other than some bracelets and a necklace. Um, and his hair is long and black and up in a top knot behind his head. Or actually, it's sort of a high ponytail more than a top knot. Uh, next to him is a very uncomfortable looking, very large, almost bear of a man. Uh, wearing heavy furs. Uh, and with a, what is it, a halberd on his back? Uh, that mm -hmm. Raza might recognize. Um, oh, uh, he, wields a, he wields a bearded axe. A bearded axe on his back. Uh, this is a very big, you know, broad-chested man, sort of standing at his at the side, hands, uh, um, you know, hands. I think uh, I'm trying to think. Um, uh, Goken. Yeah. With but more barbarian. Yeah, yeah, big, big, bushy beard. Um, red hair, reddish hair. Yeah, red hair. Yeah, red hair, bulky frame, large man. 
Um, and he's sort of standing at his side with his hands respectfully, you know, crossed in front of him. Uh, and the man in the blue kimono is talking in this strange language. And as he talks, Kana begins to translate for you. Okay. The garbage here, uh, she says, indicating the man who's kneeling down, uh, has forsaken all honor, forsaken all glory, and the name of his master, has committed the atrocity of theft, and is to be punished as necessary to maintain the order of Kinchi. Or Kichi. Know that I don't take appreciation in this, but we must keep ourselves vigilant. Otherwise, the war that engulfs our land will come to Kichi. Um, the man uh, holds up his katana and runs a thumb down the length of it, blood seeping onto the blade, which then erupts in flame. Um, he spins the sword around and brings it down uh, in one smooth stroke, slicing through the man's neck and searing the wound in the process. <laughs> uh, the man's body just sort of collapses and his head falls off. Uh, the man flicks the blood, the, the blood sort of evaporates off his sword as he flicks it and extinguishes it, sheaths it. Uh, poor use for a monster hunting blade. No, that I do not... Uh, it kind of continues to translate as he continues to speak. No, I do not take joy in this, but know also that our rules keep us safe. You may all go back to your day. He bows. The crowd around them don't cheer. They don't cry out for blood or anything. They all very quietly put their hands together and bow respectfully and then return about to their duty as if nothing had happened. Um, realizing how hot it is now, actually, after I've been standing here for a bit, um... Uh, Graza dresses very Skellige-esque. She wears, like, a long trench coat that's lined with fur. Yeah, she's roasting right now. Uh, so she... Oh, you, you think you're roasting. You think you're roasting. Your plate mail isn't necessarily fur-lined, now is it? Um, I, I, I proceed to remove the trench coat and reveal the, like, basically it's, like, uh, the leather equivalent of a, of a tank top. It's just kind of a, a yeah. vest. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And so her arms while thickly muscled, are covered from shoulder to forearm in scars. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bjorn and the man uh, in the kimono turn to each other, exchange a few words, uh, and uh, turn towards that large structure and walk that way. Oh, there goes Bjorn Haskier. That man is... Fakir sticks his... I'm sorry, who? Fakir uh, sticks his hands in the pockets of his oversized captain's coat and pushes a thumb on the tricorn hat back on his head. Um, well, the, this is, well, this is a lovely place. The, the bearer. My land. He's the, actually the, the head of my order, Master Bjorn. Uh, Kana, you know, speaks up. Don't mistake this for cruelty. We are a very ordered society. even the slightest amount of freeway this city would be engulfed in chaos we do what we do because we must I don't know slower than us certainly a lot more freedom than this I understand the need of laws even <laughs> when you don't understand them she, but I she... know that arc that's a monster hunter sword it has no it has no worth slaying thieves 
Well, perhaps you'd like to ask him why, she says, looking at him. His name is Kisaki So, and he is the leader of the Kamigodo, or Kamigado. Uh, that was the for guard force you mentioned that protects the city, yes? Yes. Hmm. Tell they, me about the chill guard. Uh, that's what Kamigado means, she says. Ah, so... They all live in the castle thing over the, there? The castle is the ruling barracks. It also is a citadel of some kind of monster hunter organization. They make up the bulk of the Kamigado. I see. Graza, I assume that would explain why the leader of their forces is so well acquainted with a man from your mausoleum monastery center thing. Waste Watch is a keep in, in the frozen wastes. Keep, yes, that was the word I was looking for. The Kamigado have kept order in Kichi since its foundation. It was built around them. Um, they've always welcomed people with open arms so long as you abide by the laws of the city. And if you don't, she motions to the uh, body that is now being cleared by a pair of men. Um, well, I think any... with that sort of lesson, we'll do our best. Petty thieves are scum, but I don't think they're monsters. Yes, there's no petty thieves in this group. Hopefully. I look no, good for I, <laughs> I honor, honor is very important to our people to my people. If you, if, if you steal from if you steal from a person, you are not stealing their goods. You are stealing food out of the mouths of their children. You and I have very differing meanings of honor. Lavish, you keep trying to say something. Yeah, sorry, I keep trying to say I just, any particular rules we should know about yes. that yes. might be unobvious from Aeonia's yes. perspective? Maintain yourself with honor and dignity. Do not steal, do not bribe, do not, uh, you know, the list goes on. It's fairly standard to what I've, to what I've come to find in your continent of Aeonia. Um, mm. The main precipice of, the main principle of our lives is to live with honor. Right. Not everyone has it, unfortunately. Even if you don't, if even if you don't maintain a large quantity of honor, you can still live by it. Anyways, would you like to go explore the city, or would you want to go speak with Kisaki So? I uh, hold up the two booze bottles of Hydro Blood that I have, and I say, I don't think these are gonna keep for very much longer, so we might want to get rid of these. I might want to explore the city because I, I would like to know where I am before we do anything important. I should, yes, having a look around would be splendid. I should speak with Master Bjorn. Mm -hmm. Of course. Well, uh, as I'm the only person here who can speak the native language, right. us, uh, which way do you want to go as a group? We can drop, if, if, if Graza would like to go into the Kamigoto's establishment and then the rest of you would like to wander the city, we can do that. Or if you'd rather wander the city first and then go second, we can do that. Perhaps we should uh, find lodgings first and then uh, go from there? That's fair enough, if that's what you'd like to do. It's not a bad idea. Sure. Yeah. Graza shrugs. All right. We actually might be able to find lodging inside there, inside the guard, if they're the same type of monster hunters that we are. But other than that, uh, we might as well just all bunk at the same place. 
I don't actually know that I want to stay there. Would you like to? Well, your master is apparently staying there, she says, indicating the, the building. Yes. Let's just deal with Graza's situation with her master first, then we can explore. We have, we'll have more free time that way. It's, it's, this it's basically important. noon right now, so it's like you have time. Mm. Mm. Very well. To the turtle guard. Very well. Okay. Kamigado. Kind of corrects you. Yes, that. Um... All right, uh, kind of leads you to the to the uh, it's a castle uh, basically. Um, as as you approach, there are uh, similarly robed figures uh, standing outside. They have the blue robe with the flower pattern on it, um, or the blue kimono with the flower pattern on it. And these two are wearing. Uh, they look like they might be spears, but they have a blade at the end of them, similar to the sword Kana has at her side. Um, it's 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 a strange spear. None of you have ever. Before, but it's you know it's that very similar. Are you not enough that we know any of them? Yes. Um, as you approach, they sort of step forward and, and cross their blades and speak in that language that none of you understand. Uh, Kana returns back in the same language. Uh, they look at each other, yell at her a little bit. She rolls her eyes, continues to talk. She then points at uh, Graza, speaks uh, in very harsh tones, and then points back at the castle. And then holds her right hand out and points down into her hand. Uh, the guards seem thoroughly chastened and step back and allow you entrance. She looks back. Money talks very much in here. <laughs> and she walks forward. Yes, yes, that's that. Not no no bribe. Connor 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 reiterates. I didn't say anything about bribing. I said that your friend here is on a business is on a business uh, trip to meet with Kisaka himself and the man that's with him. Anything that gets in the way of the city making money is very frowned upon. Uh, I'm just not going to do anything ever in this. City. If it's a business trip that I'm on, it'll be the city paying money. Yeah. <laughs> ever. Business is business. Connor shrugs and leads you all inside. Inside, uh, these, this is a very, again, building you've never seen before, but the, the walls inside, so outside, the outside walls are all made of stone. The inner walls are made of a, some form of paper and wood. Um, it's like the, the, the walls are not paper thin, they're made of paper. Um, and, and they're very light and breezy and uh, doors you can effectively see through as a light on the other side. Uh, you can also hear people talking in the various rooms as you go through. Um, Kana sort of walks straight ahead. Uh, uh, she's stopped by a few people that you know say something in that language. She responds, and then you're all allowed to go ahead. Uh, eventually, leading you up a set of stairs, up about three floors, and then to uh, another one of these uh, paper doors. These are very, uh, very ornately decorated um paper doors with you know sort of a, a, that same flower motif and and also now you see that there are so there's sort of a turtle motif uh attached into mm -hmm. it so like turtles and flowers um and was i goes, able to leave my horse with somebody outside sorry i just realized yeah yeah, yeah, yeah there's, there's a hitching post <laughs> ah, good. um and there are two guards standing on the side of it kana says something in that language they 
bow and open the, slide the doors open. Inside, you see uh, Bjorn sitting cross-legged on a pillow that seems very small for him because he's a really big guy. Uh, and you see the other man sitting down. Uh, he's sitting in a traditional Japanese pose, which is, you know, um, his sword at his side, uh, Bjorn's axe at his side, and they're both drinking from uh, small white cups and talking in that language that you don't understand. Uh, Along the way, I've been surreptitiously prestidigitating everybody's clothes to be as clean and neat as possible. Okay. <laughs> Uh, as you know, as you walk in, uh, they both look over, uh, so says, uh, Kisaki so, uh, puts his cup down, and speaks in perfect common, ah, I see we have guests. Uh, and Bjorn looks at Graza confusedly. Graza? What are you oh, doing here? You didn't think the entire order died when the, when this keep was assaulted? I thought that only myself and, uh, and Kadgard survived. Cadmus. Cadmus, that one. Only myself and Cadmus had survived. He wasn't about to leave without his apprentice. Mm. Very good. Glad to see you survived. Come, have a seat. And your friends are? Uh, Hi. A group of skilled, well, combatants. Uh, I'll let them introduce themselves. He looks at you. Uh, Kana bows and uh, introduces herself as kind of firelight mercenary higher on. She looks over at Kisaki and smiles and tilts her head. He smiles and his smile is less than genuine at seeing her, but he still smiles. I'm Nurali. Nurali. Terrace, paladin of Calivore. I'd say I'm a combatant, but I serve Mishaku. You're in, you're in battle with us, so you are a combatant. Uh, okay. Yeah, the mausoleum citadel. Fakir will do his very best imitation of the bow that he saw in the the square. Do you, yeah, you know, you do a decent you do a decent bow. Okay. Fakir, originally of the Daire Nasir from Dalarati, now at, at that so's walking eyebrows, a different path. At, at that, so's eyebrows perk up. Ah, one of okay. the druids. My family are. I have found my feet on a different path. As one often does, uh, he says. Please, sit, join us for our tea. There are. It would be a lot. Uh, he he claps his hands, and the guard and a pair of uh, servants come in and lay out pillows for all of you to sit on. Kana, taking the lead so that you all know how, sits down on the pillow. <laughs> Follow suit. Okay. Uh, Gra- Graza sits down more like Bjorn, because I'm assuming Bjorn is just kind of sitting cross-legged. Yeah, Bjorn is sitting cross-legged. His legs are too big to fold underneath him. Yeah, Graza's gonna sit cross-legged <laughs> next to Bjorn. And pull out, because Bjorn has done it so, she will pull her two swords off of her back and set them down next to her. Yeah. Um, yeah, the cross-legged. If you don't mind, I, I'll stand. Two swords and gun and harpoon. Chaos yeah. is just a bit uneasy and just wants to be as stiff as possible standing up. If you like. Uh, Kana coughs and looks up at you with a...
Wow. She doesn't say anything. Lamis gives she just looks Paris at just a pleading look of, I don't want to be here. Just I, please. I grit my teeth and slowly sit. Just. There's this loud sound of squealing metal. Very <laughs> 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 well. The the uh, servants bring you all uh, these small white uh, small white saucers with these tiny white cups that are about you know they're like shot glasses almost um, and fill them with a uh, with a green tea. Thank you. Yes, that's it. Um, so takes a sip, sets it down. So, what has brought you all to our fair city? I believe the cleric and the Dollarati have more detailed answers on why we're here specifically. I indicate to Lavis and Fikir. Lavis looks to Fikir. Master, so what? <laughs> what do you know of the darkness known as Edos? Uh, his eyebrow shifts slightly at that at the statement to mention that name. Bjorn doesn't seem to recognize it. Uh, mm -hmm. So, looks over at Bjorn, sees an unrecognizing face, looks back at you. Let's assume I know nothing. He is known as the Other, the World Devourer, she. Slayer of Gods. Don't misgender Idos. She won't like that. <laughs> Indeed. Well, that was out. Seems our knowledge is seems our knowledge is far from complete. Oh no, I think it, uh, yeah. she's been she's been referred to as a she before. Has she? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Be that as it may, the seals holding the tomb of Edos, her grave shut, are in danger. One at least has already been broken, and the others are in some measure of peril from those who claim loyalty to this dark and worrisome being. In our travels, we have found ourselves somewhat at the forefront of this conflict and therefore pursuing the different seals across the waters of the ocean and our path has led us here. We know that one of the seals was at one time in the possession of the most loyal devotees of Bahamut, which we believe to be located in this land. If the enemy is pursuing it, then we must do everything we can to stand in their way and to see what light we can shed on the mystery surrounding Edos and why, after so long, its slumber grows uneasy and the danger of its waking draws closer with every passing day. Uh, so Therefore, we find ourselves in Kichi. So scratches his chin. If you are looking for the, devot the devotees of Bahamut, he says, then it would be the Ryujo whom you are looking for. 
Uh, they are one of our land's finest warriors, our fi finest warrior clans. And they hold reign over the central land mass of Miyosuchi. However, uh, Bjorn looks over, would this have anything to do with what I'm here for? Potentially. The, uh, he, he says, um, the Kaginoshiro have often been at, at, at odds with the uh, Ryujo. However, as I have told your master here, and as I must now tell you, currently the land is at war. All of the clans of Meosuchi are in combat with one another. There is fighting across the land. And at current, we are allowing no, tra no people to travel out of Kichi for fear of inviting that war down on us. I'm afraid you've come here to face a very serious dead end. And on that right. note, we will end today's session. Talk to Master Bjorn for a second, but that'll wait till next session. Yeah, next I actually session. thought there would be more dialogue after that, but <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there will. I'm sure there will be. Oh, there will be, but we're gonna we're gonna end it on that bombshell. Uh, so, thank you all very much for joining us. This has been uh, whatever this has been. Grand Terror Adventures, that one. Uh, we, and we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. Check us out on our website at FinalShowFilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash FSFilms if you'd like to support us financially. We can only do all the things that we do thanks to the generous support of our patrons. So, uh, if you like what we do and you'd like to support us more, uh, please feel free to give. Uh, thank you especially to Chris, Chris Comfort and Antitonic, our two $25 supporters. So thank you very much for listening to us, and say goodbye, everybody. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.